Welcome, everybody, to the world-renowned A Week Late Podcast. It's been, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be about two months since we've done a show. I am your host, Darren Torres, a.k.a. Analysis489. You can use that tag, that gamer tag, to find me on uh, Xbox Live whenever I play video games and such. This is a podcast in which we review movies fashionably late, and uh, I guess I'm just going to introduce my really good friend, co-host, producer, and now roommate. It is official. It is official. We're doing this from the new casa, as it were. The new crib. Uh, since the last time, uh, Aaron Bond, thank you for joining me once again. Uh, my pleasure. For uh, this is episode ninety-one. For the returning listeners, thank you for returning. I know the the scheduling was weird with dropping the new episode for the new season so far apart from the second one, but as real life doles out, we like. We scheduled on a specific day, and then it got pushed back a month, hence why we haven't done a show in two months. We've basically been trying to get everything together to move. Um, the 49 Entertainment Company, uh, larger as a whole, uh, the podcast, uh, taking it to its next level, and we might even be announcing a sports podcast here pretty soon. We're trying to work on... It is in the it is in the, the process. The specifics yeah, of yeah. that right now. Possibly, so, possibly by the NFL. By the time the actual NFL playoffs start, uh, we might be doing that. That soon, right? We might be doing that. Yeah, within the next few weeks, I think we could have it all set up and ready to go. So we have a couple of shows actually that we're thinking about. Um, I think we're talking about two different things right now, but <laughs> we have some projects going on. Uh, for the new listeners, welcome. Once again, this is a week late podcast, and I'm kind of breaking the whole reason why this podcast even exists, especially with this new episode. And I haven't mentioned what movie this is for just yet on purpose, because I'm kind of building up to it. Um, this is episode 91. <clears throat> if you go on soundcloud.com slash a week late, you'll find all the bonus episodes, or even a week late.com. And um, there's... Probably about, I want to say, 115 total with all the bonus episodes out there. They're all free, so go check that out if you're listening uh, brand new. Goes back, the first movie we ever reviewed was uh, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then we just sort of went from there. The podcast is basically an idea of mine. I was tired of listening to all these shows that are ruining these new movies, so I figured that I would go watch movies um, maybe a week or two after they came out, so people would have time to go watch the movies without listening to spoilers and stuff like that. This week, this episode is going to be way different. Uh, we make an exception f- for huge movies, um, Avengers being one of them. We always do, like, we always release the podcast about the same weekend that the major movies was released, instead of waiting a week late, but you will still get a spoiler countdown in the second portion of this show that lets you know when you can stop listening if you haven't gone and watched said movie yet. You can pause it, 
stop it, go rent it, go to the theater and watch it, and then come back and listen to the rest uh, for spoilers. This show is recorded in two parts, this being the first part. We record, talk about the movie before we go see it, and then what our expectations are, and then we would give our rating. Our rating, uh, rating scale goes from 0 to 110, 0 being the worst movie you've ever seen and that it doesn't deserve anyone's time, 110 being a perfect score, um, 10 being what normal people would give an almost perfect movie. So, now that we have that out of the way, um, I did all the housekeeping faster than I thought I was going to. I suppose it's fitting to name what movie we're going to go see. Well, granted, most people that probably clicked on this link sees what they're listening to, so... That is true. Uh, that is true. This, so, and if you are confused, it is an audio-only podcast, so don't expect to be yeah. seeing any video popping up. You're just getting uh, my lovely, nasally voice. As you can see, like you said, you clicked on it. We are going to go watch one of the most highly anticipated movies of not just our generation, but previous generations and the generations to come. I would say it's that big of a movie. Um, you know, I mean, I can't say anything else about it. You want to say it at the same time? Star Sisters. Wars. Sisters? Oh, we're, thought, we're going to see Sisters? I thought we were going to see Sisters. Oh, well, that's good news. What are we... We're, we're not seeing Star Wars? I, 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 By the way, we're seeing it at night before it comes out. Are we not on the same page here? Right. I, it was Tina Fey, Amy Poehler... Tina Fey's in Star Wars? Are we going... Okay, so <clears throat> I guess... um, You know, you could have at least filled me in on the We need to get organized a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> before we do that. Uh, no, yeah, we are going to go see Star Wars. Um... The Force Awakens. This is like one of the biggest thing. One of the biggest things I, I, I didn't realize it until <clears throat> probably this morning. I woke up and I posted on Facebook. I awakened this morning along with the Force. Mm. I haven't felt this excited to go see a movie in theaters since probably m- minus. I don't know, man. I I think I'm even more excited for this than even Avengers could even do. Like I feel like this is me going and watching like Back to the Future two in the theater when I was a little kid. Like, I feel this experience of going with, um, also, first of all, shout-outs to uh, Kevin from Smile for Camera. We've had a shout-out for him before. He hooked us up uh, with uh, tickets to the premiere. Today is December 17th is when we're actually recording this, but by the time this comes out, uh, it'll probably be this coming Sunday, so that would be almost exactly when you hear this two months from our, our previous episode. Um, for Dope Review, it's it's still up and running. It's gotten decent <clears throat> amount of um, plays, but I think most of our listenership don't know that we're back yet. Um, I think they'll start seeing more activity on SoundCloud as I start doing the regular every other Sunday posts, that kind of thing. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> it's kind of like the movie experience. Like anybody can bootleg a movie and watch a shitty copy on your you know, your Xbox, your U-Box, your PlayStation 4, your Roku, your whatever, you know, your TiVo, your Betamax, whatever the fuck you have, it's easier. I hope you don't but, have the Betamax. I mean, it might be worth money. I guess. If you could get a copy of uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens on Beta, that would be the, the would tits, they, dude. Would they, how would they? I don't know. You'd have, they would have to drop it down <laughs> onto, onto a tape. It would be like a pixelated... 
Like, well, it really wouldn't. I mean, you could get HD beta tapes, but... But then they'd have to convert it from widescreen to 4x3. You'd only be seeing, like... No, you could still see... You pan and scan widescreen. Anyway. Before we start nerding out about fucking tape. Right. Um, this is... So this movie is kind of like... I hope that I get the feeling that my parents got when they watched Star Wars. For the I guess that's time. what I'm trying to say, like... The, do you put as much stake on the experience as I do? Like, the more the, the more the merrier. Too much is a big. Too much is kind of a, like you know. I went, I remember going to see the Superman, not the most recent Man of Steel movie, the Superman Returns movie with Brandon Routh, oh, yeah. with like eight deep, like Entourage style, and it was annoying to to handle that many drunk bros. Right. You know what I mean? In, in one area, um, do you put as much stake on because? Part of me watching this tonight is the people at the theater. How are they going to be dressed? Like, are they there with their friends? Like, right. how are, how is everybody... It's also going to be a way different experience than what your parents had in the 70s if they went and saw, what, the first Star Wars was 79, 79 right? 77. 77? Yeah. They didn't have, like, the social media and the selfies and the fucking... No. You know? But... <clears throat> You're right. I, I I think that I watched Back to the Future two in the theater, and I can't remember the last time people gave a movie a standing ovation. They fucking stood up at the end of that movie during the credits and fucking clapped their asses off for that movie. Or even in the middle of the movie where like Marty gets away from Biff in the tunnel, people were standing up going ape shit. Like fucking popcorn was being thrown in the air. People were clapping like that kind of shit. Right. You know. And saw that movie with a lot of black people, did you? <laughs> I was in Miami, <laughs> so. I wasn't Miami when I watched yeah, that yeah. movie. So. <laughs> they were like, look out, Marty! Behind you! Like, yelling at the screen and shit. Uh, do you think you will get that feeling? Uh, well, that's what I'm hoping for. I mean, uh, obviously, you know, I was too young to see... I was born... So I was, a, I was a tiny, tiny baby, and my parents actually took me in to see Empire Strikes Back. And, of wow. course, I don't remember that, because it was the first year that I was alive. But um, I do remember bits and pieces of uh, Return of the Jedi. What was that, 84, right? Ish, yeah. Yeah, so that was when I started to develop memories or whatever. (laughs) But I remember that Yoda scared the crap out of me because I didn't know what it was. You know, I'm like, why why does that dog look weird? Interesting. uh, (laughs) um, But uh, Like an Ant-Man? I read an article that Simon Pegg wrote. uh, it might have been an interview, I'm not sure, but it, he said uh, one of the greatest things is that this is only going to be successful. So, like, these movies are only going to be successful if they bring back the magic of the first three, right, that yes. were put out. Because I there was a magic, something about that. There was a mystery, there was a, there was a you know, a, a mouth drop sort of aspect to it. Like, you just watched it, and you're mesmerized by the whole thing. And Oof. the other three, like, I, I loved Star Wars as a kid. I watched it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And I was super excited about The Phantom Menace. And I remember walking out of the theater and not feeling anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was... We can have a whole other podcast And about, I was young. Right. Now, now, granted, when those movies came out, that was 1999. Uh, you know, Phantom Menace, that was 99. I was, was 18 it? years old. That was I was at the right point to be struck by that sure. you know what i'm saying and here was here's what i was about to say i fear that i fear every fucking podcast my voice cracks why does that happen it's been two months 
I have regular conversations with people. My voice never does that. I hit record. I need to go have your balls checked. What dude. the fuck, man? I hate that. It's it, it was a bit at first, but now it's like it's making me angry. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say I, I fear that our generation won't ever get that feeling because in '79 or in '76 there was no there was no such thing as special effects. They were just effects back then. George oh, Lucas no, made was, them fucking were, special. special effects. Right, that's, mean, what I, was, that's what I'm saying. Right. When you went into this theater to see Star Wars, the effects went from just effects to being fucking special effects. This is something you've never seen before. Right. Now, the problem that we have is that we've seen it all. We're the technology generation. So we're going in expecting special, special effects, like the second level of that shit. And how, unless they invent something new, how are they going to blow our minds on that but, aspect? Okay, so, on that but, level? And, and we've talked about this before. In my opinion, it doesn't have to be something that's cutting edge like the Wachowski brother and sister now. Uh, but, which again, we've talked about before. Siblings, the Wachowski yeah, the siblings. Siblings, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, uh, no, like, so JJ, so JJ, like, the way, again, we've talked about this, the way that he makes spaceships look. They look so real, mm-hmm. right? And they're digital, you know, and, and like, but it just, I remember seeing the first trailer that they put out for this movie, for mm-hmm. Star Wars, mm-hmm. and seeing the X-Wing, which is the first ship that you actually see in the trailer, in the teaser. right? And how good they look, how real they look, how the water is moving with the yeah. jets and, and all that. And then you see the Millennium Falcon at the end, and it's twisting and turning and fucking... And it looks just like the Millennium Falcon, and it doesn't look fake, right? And it doesn't, you know, nothing looks. He, the, the he, it's details, so, it's just so much yeah, detail, bro. The details he, are there. So you don't have to do anything new because you're paying so much attention. And the thing about JJ is he's okay. He's he. Then you answer the he question. He was part of the magic, right? Mm. So why wouldn't he want to bring that back? And he. So you answer the question that that's exactly how he's going to tackle right. giving you that same feeling is going back and giving the same amount right. attention to detail, the amount of attention to detail and 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 meeting the expectations there and you gotta and you gotta love it you gotta love the fact too is that you know you talk about doing too much right yeah i think that he did the best thing about go he actually went backwards and he's doing you know we've talked about this before too Mm -hmm. using real things with special effects on top of it the bb8 (laughs) that they're the droid the new droid in the movie that they're doing um, that it's real. It's, it's a real, real thing. He yeah. had them build that, and it's remote controlled. And it's genius, genius. It's, it's genius. not fucking fake. And the great thing was, the first time you see it, you think it's CGI, yeah. and then you realize, wait a second, this is. This and thing then they're is selling real. the toys that you can put in your hand that right. function the same way as it does in the as movie. It it's does like, in the movie. what the fuck, Disney? Well, like, that's the best thing they. Yeah, could have it's done. amazing. Um, yeah. For the new for the new listeners, uh, it's not like I need to, but to follow the format of the show. I'm going to go ahead and read the synopsis as it reads on uh, IMDb. Um, We don't let any of the star ratings or anything like that affect our personal standings, but we will let you know what the internet is saying about it before we even mention anything. So, um, this would be episode 7, correct? For uh, the lineage as far as the... Yes, this is Star Wars episode episode 7, The Force Force Awakens. Awakens. Uh, It's rated PG-13. It runs 135 minutes, so that's two hours, 15 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. That's pretty good. If I did my arithmetic correctly. Um, so the, the synopsis reads thusly. 
30 years after the defeat of the Galactic Empire. Oh my god, this makes me so fucking excited reading this just now. Okay. And uh, it really is 30 years after the last movie came out. Like, in real time. In it's, real time. It's fucking real time. It's really 30 so, years. So, 30 years after the defeat of the Galactic Empire, a new threat arises. The First Order attempts to rule the galaxy and only a ragtag group of heroes can stop them, along with the help of the Resistance. Uh, this movie is directed by one of my favorite directors, producers, artists of all time, J.J. Abrams. If you don't know who he is, turn over that rock and explore, because anything that he does, basically, I'm a huge fan of it. Anything he does, it blows my mind. Um, you'd probably be surprised. You'd probably not realize right. that a lot of the things that you've watched, he has his hand in. For me, it goes as far back, TV-wise, um, I'm talking about, recently... And by recently, I mean, let's say the 2000s, you're looking at, oh my god, you're looking at... Um, Alias. Alias, thank you. You're looking at, uh, he did Lost, he was a part of Lost. He, he did, was Lost, he directed and wrote it. Yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, you gotta give, you gotta give... Oh, there were plenty of other Damon Lindelof, his Yeah, yeah views, Damon Lindelof, but, obviously, but yeah, there were plenty of other um, people involved. I mean, uh, Fringe, as far as, oh my god, Fringe, I fucking love that show, J.J. Uh, does... He also did the Star Trek movies. Um, yeah, the last two. He directed the last two. He's producing the third one, uh, I believe, um, which is also... Jesus. J.J. Abrams is the master of the universe right now, almost literally, because he's doing Star Wars and Star Trek basically at the same time, and obviously in their own separate universes, but doing a great job of introducing new people to both franchises that, are, that have never even maybe even considered watching a sci-fi or being a Star Trek fan. He just he has this beautiful way that he plays with time and space and the understanding of it and his fans He's a fucking nerd. He's his, a nerd. And his fans are smart enough to yeah. get it as right. well. And that's what that's what he he doesn't undermine his fans and that's why his shitty movies do shittily is that they're they're pitching to a dumbed down crowd and that dumbed down crowd might want to give you a million dollars, but your money's with like the nerds of the world, because that's, I mean, look at what's happening everywhere. Like, even, I don't, and this show never falls into politics at all, but even in politics, even in the world of politics, nerds are starting to quote-unquote overcome because of, like, Anonymous and all these people that are tired of, like, all these politicians getting away with shit, and they're finally being held accountable by nerds. There are a bunch of hackers that would just want justice. Like, do the right thing. Be a nice person. Right. Don't be a douche. Don't fucking sell your your dollar fifty AIDS pill for one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a pop just because you just because you can. You're not helping anybody by doing that, by the way. Right. And you're a douche. By the way, that guy uh, probably gonna go to jail because he went away for like a Ponzi scheme he's, or something. Going up for securities fraud. For, yeah, he was a he was a douche in a hedge fund. So go fuck yourself, you asshole. I hope uh, jail cock tastes good, you piece of shit. All right, so uh, <clears throat> that's that. Anywho. Uh, right now, the rating... Also, um, writers are Lawrence Kasdan. J.J. Uh, Abrams helped write it. I wonder who the other credits are writing. Uh, Michael Arndt and uh, George Lucas is credited, but we all know that didn't happen. Well, apparently... So the story goes is that he had, he had written uh, the first... Uh, obviously, the first trilogy that came out... He had written those in a, in a six piece, so these these pieces were written beforehand, apparently, and uh, JJ used them as basis. 
of what he did. I read an article on IO9. Yeah, right. That's correct. I read an article on IO9 the other day uh, about Disney and George Lucas's first meeting before they decided to give the project to J.J. And his the entire story was basically the core of it was thrown out. They thought it was garbage. Right. So um, he's like, "Well, just give me writing credits, and I'll be on my way." Right. You know, like, where's the Coke? I'll get... Where's the Coke Zero? Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> so he doesn't care. He's a bajillionaire because of this shit. Yeah. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Uh, this movie stars Daisy Ridley. She plays a character called Ray. Also, John Boyega, uh, known all over the internet as the Black Stormtrooper. He is the uh, British dude from a bunch of movies. I've seen, you know, the first time I thought he was going to be a big uh, star, and you can go and quote me on this. Uh, I did a podcast on this British movie about uh, about aliens uh, attacking a, like a... Attack the block. Attack, yes, thank you. He's in that movie, and he was brilliant in that movie, and I said, this guy's going to be a star, and I was right. Oh, also, uh, what, I, what movie I love from J.J. Um, Abrams. Well, the people that were in, other than Harrison Ford, the people that were in Star Wars didn't really do a whole lot of other things other than Harrison Ford. Right. Well, J.J., this is what I was just about to say. I love this movie uh, that J.J. did um, concerning uh, a young group of kids that were shooting a movie. And they uncover, like, this military monster plot in a small town. Um, Super 8. Yeah. Um, he's, he's really good at finding the next big superstar. Like, he's really good at casting unknowns <coughs> that are probably going to do well. And he just has a good eye for that. Um, like you said, the bigger names are being in, in the cast by... By billing only, this isn't uh, by name. This is how the characters negotiated their bill, their billing, apparently. So Harrison Ford's at the very top. Um, Han, he plays Han Solo, obviously. Mark Hamill comes back as Luke Skywalker. Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. Adam Driver, who is a new character, is... Uh, I don't want to know... I don't want to say gentleman, because I don't want to... We go. I try to go into these movies for the new listeners, not knowing anything about it. But it is Star Wars. I'm not gonna say I'm a huge fanboy of it. I actually have a shirt that says, "My trilogy kicks your trilogy's ass," and uh, it's referring to my trilogy being the Back to the Future trilogy, uh, beating the original. I guess at this point, it doesn't even make sense anymore because it's not even a trilogy at this point. It's a septology. There's seven, so septology at this it's a point. Saga. Saga, you know, there's going to be fucking 12 of them. Um, anyway, I digress. So Adam Driver is Kylo Ren. Uh, Daisy Ridley, again, Ray. John Boyega, Finn. Uh, Oscar Isaac, who was in Ex Machina most recently. That's the most recent movie I can remember him in. He plays the, uh, the genius sort of Tony Stark character in that, in that movie. Uh, he he has a character by the name of Poe Dameron. Dameron? I'm probably going to get... He plays the pilot. Uh, Lupita Nyong'o as Maz Kanata. Kanata. Andy Serkis is Supreme Leader Snoke. There's so many new characters. I don't even know, like, any of these people. Um... <sighs> 
except for Lupita Nyong'o. She was recently. I'm pretty in sure that I'm pretty sure the guy from the main the head the head guy from the raid is in it as well. The martial artist. Oh man, if I remember, yeah. I forgot his name. Um, Anthony Daniels. He's not the original C-3PO, is he? Yeah, I think he uh, is. The original C-3PO, the original uh, Chewbacca. Peter Mayhew's back. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, basically, you get, you get the idea. It's fucking Star Wars, all right? Um, I will say this, uh, what are your expectations for, I mean, not rating the experience as a whole. I mean, we could have a shitty theater experience, but still rate the movie, you know, by itself. Right. Um. But are you expecting to give it a perfect score? Are you expecting? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, at this point, you have to, especially at, at, at how much they've hyped it up. Like, you can't help but be. I mean, I'm excited about it. I do expect a lot, but I also expect my expectations to be blown away. Like, I, uh, like, I already told you, I'll fucking cry. Like, if I, if it's that good, <laughs> like, I'll cry. Like. But that's just that's just like this is a huge Star Wars is my one probably my favorite thing you know it's hard for me to say that just because of you know I love movies so much mm-hmm. uh, and I love so many different movies but like Star Wars was the first again like even when I was a kid and I didn't see it in the theaters but my parents showed it to me on VHS I mean I just remember being glued to it you know like I thought it was the greatest thing I had ever seen you know and I still watch them. At least two to three times a year, you know, like, mm-hmm. so, uh, yeah, this is a big deal. This is a big deal for me. And especially, I'm really happy that J.J. Abrams is doing it. He's one of my, you know, one of the guys that I respect the most in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, up there, he's up there with Kevin Feige, the guy that, or Peter, what is it, Kevin? Yeah, Kevin Feige, the guy that does all the, all the Marvel stuff. Um, mm-hmm. you know, as far as staying in control of something, of a franchise, and really, that's really the, putting your foot down when it comes to that's doing things the right way. Um, you know, I know that JJ's not going to direct all of these, but he's 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 personally handpicking the directors and the right. writers, and you know, making sure that everything is done right from the editing room to the you know to the special effects to everything. Um, so I trust it. That's the big thing here. I trust it. I don't see a whole lot of disappointment going into it. I will say this, and I said this last time. If Luke ends up being the bad guy, okay, like he's the one that's trying to bring the dark side back and he's leading this fucking new new empire or whatever, right. I'll fucking walk out because that's bullshit. That's cheese and it's a fucking easy way out and that's horseshit. And I don't think that they're going to do that. I really, really don't think that. But if they do, I'm going to be super fucking pissed off. Okay. Um... <laughs> Again, I, I go into these movies knowing very little about plot other than what I see in, in the trailers. And sometimes, you know, the longer trailers, I don't watch. I think, they're, I think they give away too much. I want to be surprised. Um, I'm not speculating on anything only because it's not my universe to speculate on, man. Like, if this were even, even Star Trek, I'd be like, oh, I think I might know what they're going to do here. And then blah, 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 blah. With this, I'm just like, you know what? This is a, I'm gonna put on my seatbelt, and this is a fucking ride for me. Like, I don't yeah. know, I I haven't seen the track before I strap myself in the coaster. I don't know if it has loops. I don't know if it goes straight. 
and it doesn't stop. There are no fucking ups and downs. It just goes fucking straight and it ends like, yay. Or, you know, are the lights ever going to turn on? Is it going to be pitch black the whole time? I don't know. Like, do I die at the end? I have no idea what's going to happen. I hope, you know, they're going to put out a movie that kills the audience once they view it. But uh, that would be weird. It's so good. It's it's so awesome. It'll kill you. It's so awesome. You'll die. Um, I mean, I don't want it to be that good. But you know what? If I die in a movie theater, you know, I was doing something I like. Either worse. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, that would be weird if I died tonight. No, nobody would ever hear this. That would be so fucking weird. Anyway, it's so weird because the last two podcasts I talked about dying. Bring it to a dark place, Torres. Bring it to a dark place. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, I have a hu- super huge high expectations for this, but I don't... Let me just say, if I feel in any way, shape, or form that I'm being talked down... Maybe that's the exact, thing, the exact same thing that you're saying, but in a different way. If I feel at any point... Also, I don't think you'll walk out. I don't, I don't know how bad it is. I don't think you'll walk out. Anyway, I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. Like, I... I obviously want it to be good. I don't ever go purposely watch a shitty movie, like, on purpose. Like, I, I hope every movie I go to is decent, you know? Right. Um, I, I just don't know that if what you say, if that happens, I might be, oh, cool, you know? Great way to go with the story or whatever. But if it doesn't and they go a different way, I'd be like, oh, cool, great way, great way to go with the story. Like, for me, it won't matter one way or the other. What matters to me is if you talk down to me again, like you did with Jar Jar Binks, I will probably pull my pants down and take a shit on your screen. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, don't do that to us anymore. Right. That's all. If I see Jar Jar Binks, I'm leaving. Okay? I, I, I hope they explain it away. If they don't, who gives a shit? You know what I mean? Like, apparently, since those were in the first three movies, and then, at first three, I mean episode one through three, not the first that were released the first three one through three and then you had the original trilogy four five and six that separates us from Jar Jar Binks hopefully enough time has passed in the galaxy where we don't see that motherfucker anymore or anything that he's involved with maybe the politics because he's the one one in the mask bro here's what I was going to ask you (laughs) he takes off he's been a Sith apprentice the whole fucking time that'd be fucking badass that would not be badass (laughs) That would not be bad. Yeah, that's, that's the only way. If, if he rips off his mask, he's charged. He's like, what's up, motherfucker? Or whatever. Um, that'd be great. Uh, I don't know if it'd be great. No, I would walk out. <laughs> I'd maybe walk out. Let's go watch Sisters. We would have to go drink heavily. I would walk out and go drink heavily. And then I would spoil it for everyone on the internet. I would post it directly on Facebook and be like, you know, y'all know that Jar Jar Bing shit you've been talking about for like eight months? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That would be the only way I would love that if he came back. Uh, and then instantaneously, they just, like, cut his head off. Chop his head yeah. off with a lightsaber. Um, Shut the fuck up. I don't know, man. Like, that's that's the only way. I think... here Here's the only other way. That and do not inundate... The, do not inundate us with any more politics. We had so much... So much politics... Oh, I don't think there's going to be... I don't think there's you know how many council meetings we had to fucking sit through? I don't want to sit through a goddamn yeah, that was House of Representatives meeting in space. I don't want to fucking do that shit. Yeah, that if I wanted to see House of Representatives in space, I would put it, I would put it on C-SPAN. That's, it's the same shit. Like, I don't want to see a bunch of old aliens sitting around talking about the 
the you know the stabilization of the galaxy with you gotta the, let those movies go, bro. God damn, you'll never see those again. If Woo. you don't ever have to watch those again, I think I, okay. I think I got it off my chest, man. Yeah, I think Revenge I of the Sith was the best one. Uh, that oh, was three. That three, was the, the third. That one. was the one where Vader gets his dick burned. <laughs> spoiler alert! Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> A big spoiler. No, the only spoiler alert that we'll give you guys is in the second portion. When we're going to actually spoil it. Right. When we, after we've talked about our um, expectations and how they've met and our actual ratings, we'll give you a, a spoiler countdown and then we'll, we'll go into it after that. Um, I think that's it, though, for now. Uh, we will be watching this early. So, again, this isn't usually how the podcast goes, but it is one of the biggest movies to hit. I believe it's going to shatter... Box offices. Oh, it's going to break every fucking record we've ever goes. seen in ever, ever. That I know is true. Um, it's going to make a billion dollars in a week. The plus. other, the other thing that is important to say is that this is not a uh, a simultaneous global release. They've actually stuck. They've already this, released right. it in Europe. And uh, Japan is going to be in the next couple of days. And I and I know people in California that have already seen the premiere. Oh, yeah, uh, there's tons of people that have on, already seen it. On Tuesday, so... I've got a buddy of mine from ESPN that's already seen it, and then a friend of mine from Disney is... He's doing the whole Disney Star Wars experience, where they show you the film, and then you get to like go into the park and do all the crazy stuff. Technically, us as a podcast, we're getting to watch this a day before the rest of the world sees it. Well, Technically... It's... Well, I guess. I mean, it's it, it's open... T- it was open tickets. Listen, it's not like... Don't take anything away from listen, me. Listen, man. Listen, man. We're getting this, we're getting to see it is it's a premiere it's a premiere viewing of a movie that technically hasn't been released by the way even I, IMDb says in 45 minutes this movie gets released so technically I, I I would like to say too I would like to say too that the person who bought the tickets for this claims that there is assigned seating which is something I have never ha- ha- ever had to deal with in Uh-oh. a fucking movie theater. I've never had an usher actually seating people or making sure that you have the right seats. And I told them to call and verify, but nobody wanted to do that because they just assumed that that's the way things are. And I don't like that shit. I don't like that shit either. Here's why. And we're going to be there 15 minutes before. And if we have to sit in the front... I don't think 15 minutes is going to be enough. I don't either. Um, we can talk about that off mic, but here, here's why. If they do say assigned seating is a thing, at... My lowly little IMAX in Spring Hill, they do actually have assigned seating for the bigger movies. So if they're doing it Fandango style, like I think they're doing it, they don't necessarily mean that you're guaranteed the seat you get because some other a-hole could be sitting in your seat. But if everybody plays along with the rules, that theater should never get oversold because it's, it's, it's marked. Like there's no like, oops, we oversold tickets. They know exactly how many seats they have, and by assigned seating, they mean when you purchase your tickets, like first come, first serve, you have a group of 20, you can pick your seats, and then right. from there, it goes That's down to like a group of five or a group of four, or, or right. if you have a single person in your group, then you have to sit them in different spots all over the theater, depending on how late you are in purchasing your tickets. So, right. um... Well, I would definitely want somebody to verify that, though, before we went tonight, because... That's what I asked them to do, but nobody wanted to do uh, that, so. Well, maybe we can do it. Uh, the good thing about the theater that we're going to, it's in downtown Orlando. There's not a lot of, it's not close to really any high schools. All the high schoolers go to like, you know, the mall place or they go, you know, to the Winter Park Village. 
Uh, Do you so, know if the theater allows for costumes and stuff? Because a lot of theaters, because of unfortunately, because I don't of know if this one shit. does, just because it's it's such a like, it's like a boutique theater. You know, because you know? Of, because like, of what's going on in the world, unfortunately, you know, with the shootings and these. Oh, movies. I don't think they're gonna. Uh, the, apparently, there is a rule in some cities about the 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 stormtrooper laser. Guns that they I have. heard, right. They don't want people carrying those around. Um, somebody got, allegedly, somebody got blinded by a lightsaber or a laser shooter because they used the wrong. Oh, well, no, they're talking about just, just prop, just cosplay props. I know, even. that's what I'm saying. They, they used a laser pointer to construct. Oh, yeah. And they, you're not supposed to do that. And yeah. so, because the guy didn't use LEDs and he used, he used a, a fucking laser pointer instead, right. somebody like got their retina burned out of screening or some shit. Because he, God, so that's what I'm saying. I don't know, not only because of that, but you know, you could have one of these. You know, I don't want to bring up negativity again, but you know, one of these fucking Dark Knight theater shooters that ruins a weekend for you know for people dressed up as a fucking the Joker from Batman or you know fucking Carlo Riley or whatever the fuck his name is. Carlo Riley. Yeah, Kylo Kylie, Ren. Kylo Riley's brother. Um. No, I but, hear you. Uh, I, I, I don't see. Uh, I don't. I don't see that as. Uh, Kylo Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, as an issue. You know, this is uh, this is more of a low key theater. Obviously, the show's going to be sold out. I mean, it's going to be super packed. But this is an older. This is like an adult theater, I guess. Like, not to say that they show pornos there or anything. But uh, what if we're going to the Star Wars parody porn, like porn parody Star Wars Force Awakens? What? That's where that's where it's Brazilian cake fart porn. Fart wars. Where they sit it, they sit it, a girl with a big ass sits on a cake and then farts in it. Wow. And the cake goes everywhere. That's a whole other podcast. Um I, now now you have me nervous. I I, I don't I, I thought we were going to It'll be fine, dude. We'll be fine. Like I don't want to walk in and my feet Cuz you know why? Cuz you know why there's a person in our group who will who will find our seats and then kick the people that are sitting in those seats out of those seats. So, and you know what? If, <laughs> if, the, if the seat the seat numbers are on the tickets, so if we wanted to, if it if it really comes down to being a problem, we can go get an usher and be like, "Hey, these people." You saw the tickets already? Yeah, I've seen the tickets, and they have seat numbers on them. Have seat numbers on them. That's what I'm talking about. So I think we're good right. because the last big movie I went with, uh, I want to say hi to. I my... want to see the trailers too. By the way, yeah, me too. I want to say hi to my Spring Hill fam. Um, Teresa, Sam, Junior, Shano, uh, for helping me out with the podcast that we did for uh, Tomorrowland. I just recently watched that movie with you guys. With uh, right, wasn't it you guys? I didn't watch. I haven't seen Tomorrowland. Oh no, I watched it with my brother and my dad. They hadn't seen it. Um, yeah, shout out to them. I was going to say the last time we went to see Tomorrowland, there was a science seating, and that wasn't even like we we had gone like week three, and there were still. Not making people sit in certain places, but right. if there was a conflict, they'd be like, yo, that's this motherfucker's seat, you know? Right. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. Go watch uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. If you're not a big fan, um, you're about to hear some intro, or some, wow, some, it's not intro music. What I mean, yeah, I guess it is. It's like a, you know, it's just a little dubstep clip. What did I, what did I used to call it though? The intro. No man. No. No. It was no, break man. music. It was like the break. I. It's been so long since they've done this. Listen to, 
the uh, fucking intermission. Yeah, intermission music. That's what I used to call it. Listen to the intermission music. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not editing any of this. Um, done by uh, Mr. Aaron Bond. And we will be back for part two of episode 91 of a weekly podcast for Sister uh, Star Wars. Sisters. The Force Awakens. Sisters X2. Sisters in Stars. Ladies and gentlemen, to part two of episode 91 for Star Force. Star Force. Star Force. Star Force. Nothing but Star Force. Uh, Star Wars, episode seven, The Force Awakens. Um, we just, not just, it's been. It's been a day. About we full 24 a, hours. We waited a day, yeah. First of all, welcome back. Once again, for uh, like you're gonna go anywhere. Like we live in the same place now. It's yeah. not like I know where you live, motherfucker. That's true. Uh, we we were gonna do like first of all for the new listeners. Full disclosure: we usually record the second portion of the podcast directly after watching a movie. So again, we're going a little bit off of the regular format of the show just because of how big this movie is, the release, yada, 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 so on and so forth. Um, also, it was a little late when we got out, and I think when you first get out of a movie, you have, like, all these thoughts just... It was 2 a.m. by the time right. we got home, yeah. It was 2 a.m. the time we got home. We wanted to say so much, and I think that if we would have hit record that night, it would have been just a mangled mess of... Just back and forth. But now we've had some time to sort of reflect on our thoughts for the past 24 hours. Um, I've been trying to iron out exactly how I'm going to talk about this without ruining it before we actually get into the spoiler countdown. So I'm not going to get right into it because there's a lot of this movie. For example, the plot by itself, that's not really a spoiler. But if you're sensitive to that sort of thing as a Star Wars fan, just consider this whole (coughs) second portion Spoilers, just to be safe, because some people, for example, myself included, didn't want to know, you know, like the beginning scroll in all the Star Wars movies that basically tells you, here's what's happening now. Right, the premise. In the universe, right. I didn't even know what that was going to be. And Well, it, nobody did. In that, in that sense, some of the, even some of the characters might even be spoilers for, for some people that aren't that have kept themselves in the dark about this like I did. So for that reason, this is like a uh for Star Wars fans a spoiler. Just consider this whole second portion spoiler so you're not uh you're not ruining it for yourself. Um if you're going to take as much stock into the experience of the movie like going to it uh by yourself or with your friends or with your family, whatever the case may be, um that there's a dis- the the disclaimer for that. Another disclaimer that I forgot to mention in the first portion was the uh, explicit tag. 
on iTunes for the new listeners. Um, I don't know if we dropped that many F-bombs or said anything offensive in the first portion that I can remember, but um, there's a disclaimer for that as well. So if you're listening to this at work, like uh, people do, uh, maybe... Put your headphones in because we're dirty enough assholes. In a cubicle somewhere, make sure you put your headphones in because uh, you're going to hear some shit. So there's that. Um, I guess we can talk about whether our expectations were met or exceeded without actually scoring the movie. Right. Well, what we normally do. Sure. We go through... uh... But do you want to... Do you want to even talk about that, the premise? Like, how... You know, obviously without spoilers. No, that's got to be... All of that has to be in the spoilers. I mean, I wouldn't wouldn't want to give any of that away to anyone just out of full respect of this movie and people wanting to watch it. And, you know, there are going to be people out there that... Are you know they're gonna not, they're not gonna see it for two or three weeks mm-hmm. you know so you know obviously that's you know we want to make it obviously a clear line in between when so, we're gonna start saying stuff and right but yeah no we can normally what we usually do which is like you know it's kind of like what we did with dope uh, you know we talk about what our expectations were how they were met or not met uh, you know we can even go into the review. And, you know, say why we liked it, you know, as far as, you know, why we're giving it go that ahead score. Go you start. Okay. Cause and I, then, once we've both done that, then we can go into the... There you go. Laid out, laid out for the new listeners, because, spoiler. like okay. I said, um, we've done this for, like, Avengers and stuff before. We had a huge party for uh, the very first Avengers movie. Um, there were, like, eight people on that podcast. It was insane. Probably an audio nightmare, if you go back and listen to it. But uh, we still stayed true to the format. Like, there was... We, we stuffed, like, eight people into a minivan and did a podcast in the parking lot of the movie theater. Like, that's how fresh on our minds it was when we went into it. Now, at this point, like, we kind of waited 24 hours and let it fester a little bit. And I'm kind of glad I did because it gave me a lot of time to separate the negative thoughts that I was having and, and at the same time put too much weight on those negative thoughts to not take away too much from the actual score of the movie. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? So, I guess... Out of the two of us, you would be the leading uh, Star Wars expert, so you go ahead first, and then I'll follow your lead as to how you tread around talking about major points, because I'm going to probably fuck that up. To well, this is kind of an interesting thing, so I'll, I'll, be, I'll be honest right off the bat here, is that I need to see it again. I need to see it one more time. Me too. Um, however, my first impression of it was, and I can tell you right now, I think I probably went into it expecting a little too much. Um, I'm, I'm, the, 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 I'm nodding the, my head. Yes, the like opening, yeah, yeah, yeah. The opening credits. The opening credits uh, made the hairs on my arm stand up. Mm. Uh, People clapped. Yeah, everybody clapped. I didn't clap. I don't do that shit because nobody can hear you. But um, the like, fans are showing a pre- appreciation I, I amongst it, the I fans. I know we're clapping, <laughs> but. I, <laughs> but um, I mean, no, 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 don't get me wrong. There were parts that I really loved. Um, there were parts that I thought a certain thing should have happened and it didn't. There were more than one of those. Right. There, there, and we'll get into that later. Right, uh, right. You know, exactly what those parts were. Absolutely. But um, uh, I can say this. Uh, before I grade it, I do want to say this. J.J. Abrams did more than enough justice to this movie mm-hmm. and the saga itself. Yep. 
coming up with the story that he did, I like it. We'll get into that, what that is later. Correct. I, but I do like the story. I actually predicted it a very long time ago, before they were releasing rumors or anything. I predicted that this is what they were going to do. Um, can I say this without spoiling it? Yeah. There's I don't a, know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's a theme that I think J.J. returns to this franchise that I think was a big part of how he successfully pulled this off. And that theme, without spoiling anything, is just family. As a generic theme, this movie is, is more placed in family than it is in the war and politics of Star Wars. Yeah, there won't it be revolves any of around that. the there, family of right. Star Wars. There won't be any of that uh, Senate, you know... Which you were right, and I love that. And, Which yeah, you were right, and that's yeah, not a spoiler. There won't be any of that. J.J. is not going to... Like you said, yeah. don't... Don't... Uh, what is it? Don't play down to me. Don't talk down to me. Yeah, we get what's shit, going on. Right. right. Uh, and he's not going to do that. He obviously knows... Uh, you. You can agree with me. I'm sure you'll agree with me on this. He knows what people want to see in this movie. And obviously, he gave it to them. He gave it to us. I'm also not spoiling anything by saying that uh, people that are mega Star Wars fans might be watching this movie with blinders on. And we're going to probably give you a more honest review it, than it any really of It really is, people. and I, I, I have a lot of good friends. I have, I have, we are, we are obviously, we live in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. uh, I have a lot of good friends that work at Disney. I have a lot of good friends that are, they were at Disney for the premiere the other night. Um, you know, they saw it before anybody else. They got to experience the whole Star Wars. That was Tuesday, I believe. Thing. It was Wednesday night. No, it was th- they did Wednesday and Thursday night, so it was two. Basically, employees were allowed to bring friends and family and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but, uh, you know, I hear a lot of, it was amazing. Um, yeah. And I don't... I hear a lot of, it was perfect. There was nothing wrong with this movie. I flawless. Dis- and I disagree Our with that. Our friend Grayson yeah. said flawless. And he's, a, he's just as big of a Star Wars nerd <clears throat> as I am, if not bigger. I think the blinders, Star Wars blinders, are definitely going to hurt people. Well, um, but if, also also those people, though, you know I'm what? I'm supposed I, to be one of those people. I'm a J.J. Abrams super fan. And, right. And, you know, to me, I said in the first portion, he's flawless. I think maybe... Um, I'm not going to call it a misstep at all, but no. um, I think I ex- expected too much out of him, and where I'm going to get that expectation met is the second one. This was like the, oh, dude, this, this was like, like Lord of the Rings I'm you, for me, dude. It's going to be as far like as the setup. It's going to be like the first. It's going to be like the first trilogy where the second one's going to be the fucking dark, like nasty one, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third one's going to be the winning, the winning fun. You know, battle movie with right. you know everybody everything comes everywhere, together, yeah. right? Uh, you know. Anyway, um, but uh, yeah, you know what? I, I I will say that I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I do need to see it again so mm-hmm. I can enjoy it even more because I, I had to badly take a piss the whole time, and I I, did, I was not going to leave the theater. Um, yeah, and I think that might have messed up my brain a little bit. There was probably pee in my head. That's how much pee. Can is. I say something that that goes right along with that? The, I, I've been defending the experience of going to the theater the whole time. Right. There's a reason I do a weekly podcast. Another reason why too many fucking people talk too much in the goddamn movie theater. Yeah. This is why... Another, there wasn't a whole lot of that, though. The fucking nerd I, behind me would not shut the fuck really? up about I, guessing the plot. He was like, I, I knew this was going to happen. That explains that. See, dude, shut the fuck oh, up. Oh, really? I didn't hear him yes. say that stuff. Oh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, it sucked. And, I, and then like yeah. there, was this, there was this girl... In front of me, like on the right, who didn't know anything. I'm like, why are you going to bring a person that doesn't know anything about Star Wars to the fucking premiere that talks through the whole goddamn movie? 
So I'm, you know, it's it's kind of like one of those things that you know, I can't I can't remember. It was like uh, one of the reveals of of the of the movie, and I'm not going to talk about it until later, obviously. One of the big reveals, and there's uh, there was a, uh, a character that cracked a joke during that reveal, and like the guy next to me said something, and somebody coughed at the exact moment. I'm like, what? What did he say? I'm like, what? What did I miss? Like the whole theater was laughing. I'm like, fuck, I missed the joke. You know what I mean? Right. So there's another reason why I did a weekly podcast is I don't want to sit in the theater with a bunch of assholes. Right. If I'm gonna go to a movie. Me being one of those assholes. I mean, I don't want. Maybe I'm protecting everybody from me. You know me. what? But That's when what we is. say something, it's it's like you say something to me. Usually, lean over and softly say mm-hmm. it. You're not saying it so everyone in the theater can hear you. Now, which brings me to my next point, which I would like to go through. Uh-huh. I got a very big laugh during the trailers. Uh, yes. During the trailers, there was a trailer for the new Harry Potter spinoff about monsters, the monsters of Harry Potter. Um, and right after the right after the trailer ended, and it was it was quiet. Real I said, quiet. I said, it's like Star Wars for girls, but worse. And, and they like three rows like, <laughs> the, fu- the fucked up thing was, and I forgot what my joke was, but we had the exact same comedic timing. What? I was gonna say a joke, and then you said it at the same time, and, and then like you finished and it crashed, and I just let it go. I'm like, oh Fuck, god, dude. dude! I was like, you stepped on my joke, man. Oh god. The um, funny the funny thing was the why the reason I and after I said that too, I got the worst death stare from my girlfriend, who's like the biggest Harry Potter fan, uh, and her friend Cassie, who's also a huge Harry Potter fan. They were like. Peeing in their pants when the when the fucking trailer came on, and I, the joke just came into my head. Yeah, uh, so I had to wait the whole trailer to say the joke. <laughs> I had a joke too, and it, it wasn't like, it, it, but it was a completely different, a completely joke, different joke, you know. But I was like, "Fuck, man, you stepped on my joke." Uh, it was good though. That's funny. It was good, and anyway, like, even the guy behind you was like, "Well played, yeah, sir. Well played." Like, exactly. <laughs> The fucking nerd that was talking the whole no, fucking, fucking time. Nerd. Yeah, yeah. No, it was his friend, the one oh, sitting next friend. to him, okay. the one that was directly behind me that was talking. <clears throat> but and, yeah. Anyway, back back to uh, back that's to, but that's to prove your point. There's a, an appropriate time to speak exactly during the trailers and yeah, appropriate time. During the time trailers, to that is fun. Right. Well, when it's in between trailers, it's okay. Sure. If I'm trying to watch the fucking trailers, shut the fuck up. You we know? also saw a trailer for uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Which I'm surprised. The internet. Why did we not see? Well, I understand they have the movie studio confliction with the Star Trek and Star Wars. Yes. Thing, so I understand why we didn't get to see the that. That's house. probably why they ended up releasing it early, uh, because it was supposed to be before this movie, and they ended up releasing it on the internet last week. I'm surprised it's out, dude. I can't believe they're basically almost done with that movie. By the time a trailer comes out, well, it's, I mean. You know, yeah, you at least have to have sixty percent of the movie done before you get a trailer. The, re- the reason they want to put it out next year is because there's not going to be a Star Wars, and so they cap- they're capitalizing on that. Or actually, there is going to be a Star Wars next year. There is going to be the there's Rogue One. It's going to be Rogue, Rogue One. One where they steal the it's the do we know they what steal the plans for the Death is Star. that next year? Yeah, I thought it was seventeen. No, I thought that was next year. Man. I'll look it up, but uh, go ahead, keep talking. Anyway. Uh, Back to uh, the Star Star Force, the Wars Awakens. <laughs> right. Uh, I I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed the uh, the special effects were fucking incredible, dude. Apparently, uh, there is a bootleg trailer out for Rogue One already. No, of course, where they take all the other pieces of the Star Wars movies and put it together. Wow. No, I mean a screener. No, it's. There's a picture of one right here. Well, we'll talk about it's it. It's not. It's not real. Anyway, <laughs> they haven't even started filming for it. Uh, anyway, um, the release date December sixteenth, twenty sixteen. 
They year. were putting out a Star Wars movie every, every year. fucking year. We, thought, we did talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, the special effects were amazing. Lightsaber fights, fucking awesome. Yep. Uh, really good. The choreography was, was just as good as the old ones. Uh, it, it, probably better, I would say. Probably better. And uh, Very, very... By, by choreographed, it's not one of these things where you can tell they spent months doing it. You you know they did, but the 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 fluidity of everybody fighting um, is I think what I picked up anyway. It's like we talked about in the first section. It's thirty years since you know episode six, right? The technology has progressed a little bit, right? You can tell that thirty. Well, yeah, years, stormtroopers are actually hitting shit with their fucking. Yeah, yeah. people are people better are, at shooting right, shit. People, people are, shooting are stuff. people right. are stronger. Right. The the way they fight is more more deep. Like I don't know. Am I am I saying that right? No. Yeah. It's it's uh, uh, it's, it's been thirty years. I mean, there you was, can tell things have progressed since the last time we we were in this part of right. the universe. You know. Anyway, I mean? let me uh, the costumes and shit. Right. Uh, anyway. Um, Matt are exceeded. I, I would say I would say because I but be, again I have to temper it now because it's right. I have to see it again because I really went in think, feeling like oh my god I'm gonna pee my pants. Well, you there were did, but I was peeing my pants. Yeah, for other reasons though it was the it was the sixty four ounce diet pepper. <laughs> <drinking>. um, <laughs> um, and plus all the beers that we drank before we went. Yeah, uh, I bought a I bought a yeah, five. Yeah, bucket. you drank five beers in there. Um, by the by, the time the last the final credits came up, I still had a full beer left. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. You should have taken that shit with you. I I drank it in the lobby. I got half of it done by the time we all congregated back together. Gotcha. It was a huge crowd, though. I mean, it oh, wasn't yeah, it was, sold it was out. People, but... it's a small theater for a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of nice people. theater, by the way. I thought yeah, it'd be it crappier nice by the way you guys were talking about it. Nah, man, it's not crappy it's at nice. all. I like it. Um, we go there all the time. Uh, usually, we can find Groupons there. And get like two tickets. I wouldn't for, mind going back to that theater. Like I, I usually do months. like little theater reviews, like to new theaters I haven't been to. I wouldn't mind going to that theater over and over again. It's usually the one we go to because it's the closest one. It's I really mean, nice. It's right down the street. You know? It's like a seat and a half, plush leather, yeah. huge armrest, huge yeah. cup holders. Well, that was the big theater that they have. I would imagine. Mean, that's sure. the big one that they have. Um, if you go the one all the way, you know, you went to the bar to get the beers and everything. Yeah. There's a theater next to that where they show, uh, like, if you go, like, if we would have gone to see. Star Wars, like, yesterday, uh, like, the first showing at, like, 10.30 a.m. It would have been It would have been in that one, and it re- there really probably wouldn't have been a whole lot of people there because people are working downtown. Is that one IMAX, so. too, or no? There is not an IMAX in that theater. Okay. Um, the closest IMAX is the West Shore Mall. They have an IMAX, but it's really not a big IMAX. You guys have a West Shore Mall in here, too? Not a West Shore, I'm sorry. Westfield? Uh, no, it's not a West Shore. I don't know. I'd have to look. Uh, I forget what it's called. It's, it's funny it's, that you pull up West Shore out of nowhere. It's, I don't know. It's on my brain. Shout out to... Uh, we do have a West Shore, actually. We West Shore Embassy Suites. But it's on the other side of town. In Tampa, Troy Dollar in the house. Uh, anyway, I, I, would, uh, I, I would... Without having to see it again, I'll give this movie a nine. Wow. Uh, simply on the fact of... I like the story. There's more I need to say about that, and I'll go into that later. Yeah. Uh, I, had, I did have a problem with the writing, and that's part of why I'm taking points off of this. We're going to have a very similar uh, conversation, I think. And um, 
I also had a problem with them kind of, uh, what do you call it? It was a canned idea, so it's been done before in a Star Wars movie, which we'll talk about later. Mm. Uh, you know, uh, and yeah, I have really have I, a lot to say about that. I, uh, and obviously I'm talking about why I'm taking these points off first and then I'll talk about why I gave it a nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but, and I mean, really that's it. Uh, I, I thought, uh, John Boyega, yeah, he's good. I thought he was a bit, there was a lot of overacting happening in that. Um, but that's just my opinion. So that that takes some points off for me too. That's I have, and I have something to say about that. That's too. what keeps it off an eleven D for me. Um, what I did like about it, uh, right off the bat, I can tell you, I liked how funny it was. I liked how funny they made it. Uh, it was, mm. it was, it was just good enough that it was just it was just funny enough that they didn't overdo it. It was JJ's kind of humor. But it was Star Wars humor too. With I thought there were one too con, many. Yeah, with on snarky comments and shit. Uh, see, I didn't think there were one too many because they brought the humor in with different characters and shit. So that was okay. I it wasn't get, the same yeah, guy. I get the nods to the. I get it. Making jokes and shit. Well, yeah, I get it too. But I think nowadays, I think people need more of that. Um, the only thing I hate worse than being talked down to is being overshot. Like, you know, oh, this is only for the nerds. Yeah, I get it. It's not that funny. Let's keep going. You know what I mean? Like. The, the, only the nerds laughed at certain jokes, and I'm like, yeah, that's – it wasn't hilarious. Let's move forward. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't find it to be necessary to move the story forward. Right. There were, to me, there were a little bit too many nods and jokes and a little too much um, – like tongue-in-cheek, they call it. You know, like um, – only a certain group of people are going to understand this, and this is for the black Star Wars nerds, and this is for the regular Star Wars nerds. Like, there was a lot of that kind of undertone. Oh, I didn't feel like there was that at all, but... All right. I, I mean, thought... Well, there was a joke. It's not really a spoiler. There was a joke in it of where it was kind of racial. Like, they said it because, oh, what? Because of black? Like, actually, that was actually said. There was, like, a black joke in Star Wars in this movie. Yeah, I would have to watch that again. I don't... And I, don't I was just like, that. okay, wow. Uh, they, they, they went there. I, 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 I wasn't offended. I mean, I've been... You could probably go back to 100-plus episodes where I've been... I've well, said he is the only black guy super racist. in the Empire except for... <sighs> okay, so... Is he not the only black guy in the movie? Did we, did we see another black guy? Uh, I don't think we did. Nope. Maybe in like extras in the crowd, but uh, again, I think I think you, you got it. You nailed it for, for me. A, a thing that took a, a point off, a couple of points off, was that this has been done before. And I was going to say it in the spoiler section, but I don't think I have to because it doesn't spoil anything when I say that that's something that JJ has been really good at. Is taking something that already exists and making it new, and he didn't do it this time. He just took something that already existed and updated it, but he didn't make it new. Like there was no twist to this one. Like, with Star Trek, the first Star Trek, it was like, the twist was time travel, and oh, here's Spock from the original timeline, and here's why it works, right? With this one, it's like, here's what's, here's what you're, you've seen before, I'm updating it, and there's really nothing new except this guy's black, and we have a new, right. a well, new Princess Leia type, Well, you know? I mean, I think that, I think that you might be, the, the, okay, so the Star Trek thing is different because every movie is starting off from a different point. There's no continuation of story with the Star Trek stuff. Fair Whereas point. Whereas this is... Fair point. 
This room, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of, I think a lot of people are going to be pissed about the end of this movie because just like they were with Lord of the Rings, which I don't even know, you've never seen Lord of the Rings. Sure I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, who the fuck hasn't, eh, never mind. That's not important. Uh, in, First of all, it is. <laughs> oh, Kevin. Kevin hasn't seen Lord of the Rings. Wow. Um, the the end of the first Lord of the Rings. It reminded me a lot of that. I where said she's that traveling too. And, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, and, and it kind of stops. But there's obviously going to be a huge continuation because of what happens at the end of this movie. Yeah, I said that. I, I said that um, at the beginning of this portion and at the end of the next portion. I said this is going to be... Like Lord of the Rings, they called it. I said this is going to be a lot of um, a lot of that, which is why my expectations weren't as high as yours. But which, this... you know what? Now from saying that, that makes me even more excited for the next movie because mm-hmm. I realize what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, so like that's so, the second and third one are going to be so good. Like it's just JJ is building that's kind of my like point. Lord of the Rings, where every single one is just going to be better than the next one. That's my point. So and, and that being said, I don't have a problem with that. Right. I don't have a problem with that. Um, there, there is a lot to be said about that in the spoiler section because, um, you know, I guess I'm being too hard on JJ is what you're saying, but it is a fair point. I might have to retract it a little bit because this is not a reboot. It is a continuation, and those Star Trek movies were reboots. He had to get a whole new group of people involved or, you know, as fans that weren't fans before. I get that. Um, so maybe I am being a little bit too harsh on him, but he, for me... I have to be. He's like one of my filmmaking idols. You know what I mean? It's like, I think, uh, since I'm a film snob, or people have called me such before, I think um, that I might take it a little bit personally. You know, it's like, oh, JJ, why? You know, like he's, like it's just for me. You know what I mean? And that's not the case, obviously. uh, But I'd like to think it is. And I guess that's why I would probably give this movie... I don't think it's it's faltered at all. Usually by the time I'm done watching a movie, I know what the score is by the end of it because I'm, I'm taking mental notes in my head as to why I'm knocking it for not giving it. The movie starts out at an 11 Every movie's uh, innocent until proven guilty, right? So, or is that people? It did start out really good, didn't it? Yeah. So every movie it gets an 11 starting out for me. And then, in my head, I take mental notes that, okay, that takes a point off, that takes a point off, you know? And if by the end you've gotten that many points off, you, your movie's garbage, you know? If you're gonna, if you're gonna have, if you're gonna give me 11 reasons to call your movie shit, your movie's shit. Right. You know? Um, this, this one only went off in my head maybe twice, and then it got a half a point for something that I'll have to talk about later. I'm giving this maybe like a eight and a half which is still super strong, super solid. Um, it did meet my expectations. It absolutely did. But I, I, I said something in the first portion that I'll say again to reiterate. It's um, because of that Lord of the Rings mentality. The first Lord of the Rings, it's a setup movie. Um, that's exactly what I was expecting. That's exactly what I got. Had I been expecting what I said about you know, J.J. Abrams reinventing special effects, something we've never seen before, that did not happen in this movie. When that scene in the Avengers where it's basically one cut and all the Avengers are fighting together and it goes from Hawkeye shooting an arrow and the camera follows the arrow, you know, and then it, and then you see Black Widow shooting a robot in the head and then 
follows the bullet to, you know, the Hulk climbing up the wall. You know, it's all one scene. Like, that's something, uh, up until that point, we had never seen all those superheroes on the screen at the same time in one action sequence. Right. That is something we had never seen before. Right. Did Star Wars do that? No. I did not, there was nothing in this movie that... Well, why do they have some, to, though? I mean, well, because that's what you were... By the way, I thought that scene looked fucking terrible, by the way. Which one? Movie. The fuck that scene that you're talking about. I thought it looked crappy as shit. Oh, I saw it in the theater in 4K 3D, so... It was, well, that's fine. It was it's it was, just the, it the special effects and the and the, and the, uh, the seeming on it and everything, well, it, it looked fake as, as dead. Can I talk about one of the reasons why? Thank you for bringing that up. Um, the special effects in this movie were not spectacular to me. Oh, I thought they were amazing. Um, I mean, they were... The, I thought they were really, really good. The I, character I guess, with goggles that's basically taking Yoda's place... Right. Looked fake as fuck to me. I did not enjoy any of those scenes at all. It looked really, really too too high res. It looked super fake. I didn't enjoy it at all. Not one bit. Right. I, I would have rather had them do it with puppets than. Well, that was a puppet mix. It was garbage. Yeah. I didn't like it. I agree. Um, I gotta agree with you, man. I, a lot of the a lot of the the this, real slash like the ship that she was on. The, the speeder that she had, yeah. uh, that's that was a real the model. Special effects that were was fucking great, with, man. They know. were great when when you had the when you had the practical mix with the CG it was great. Right. You couldn't really tell uh, when BB-8 was fake and when he was real. It was that good. That in that sense, that was great. Right. Another thing I didn't really enjoy. Um, I thought BB-8 was just going to be like this new droid that replaces R2D2. He was a central part of the entire movie. Right. Um, which again, have we seen that before? Kind of, but. I wasn't expecting it. Well, yeah, a droid carries a message, and, you, and sure. they need to get it somewhere. Right. Sorry, spoiler. We've order. seen that before, correct? Yeah. We're getting into it, but we are getting into spoilers. It's, it's not, just it's, it's very, about that time. I, but... It's also it's also cool. Like I will give it. I do like it how there's there's a, uh, and we can talk about it in the spoilers. But there's obviously a huge connection between how this happens with her. And how it happens well, with someone else that look, we've seen before. You know, like, I'm basically trying to like tidy up why. Uh, a lot of the points taken off were because of that character, the the, the goggle character. Mm. I, I didn't like it at all. It was it was. I thought it was cheesy. I really liked that character. That's I weird. thought it, I thought it was cheesy. See, I like the character enough to look past that. I guess the the, the CG on that character. I like the character. I don't like how the character looked. Yeah, I agree. With the, you. That character actually was one of the only things that propelled the movie going forward. As you know, I'm a sucker for story. Right. That character was like you know Yoda. In in it, it was kind of every character has a mirror, and that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. I, I didn't take off so much the writing for J.J. Abrams and the directing was also fantastic. The CG that got approved for that character, sorry, huge. That was like a huge. It got probably two two points taken off for me. Like right. since you know I consider myself a designer and animator, I'm never going to get to this level, but I can tell when something's great, and that was not. That disappointed me. I could tell it was super cartoony and... See, I can't believe you can't. Like, that's the... That Avengers scene, it's all cartoons. It's like all fucking drawn on there. It's fucking terrible. I didn't... I don't... I don't agree with that at all. I don't. It's fucking terrible. You need to look at it again. Really I watch... Hard. Dude, I watch that movie at least once a month. I've seen it. Oh, <laughs> I've it's seen terrible. It. it looks fucking terrible. Um... I don't know, man. I, I guess we have different eye for... For what we consider to be good CG. But, uh... That character was not... That oh no, I'm not saying she was good CD. She um, wasn't, but but you know that that you know and you again, know, though, I'm again, going through why my you go through my you go through my points of you know we've never seen anything like that so how do we know it doesn't look how do we know that it looks uh, any realer? Than it's that, that argument, really? I mean, come on, man. 
Um, I, I'm just saying it. It wasn't. Um, I would have rather have seen a puppet style. Uh, for, yeah, for the, but for I mean, scenes. obviously the the. I mean, you know, the puppet style thing is great too. But you know, you look at the old Yoda footage and stuff like that, and you know, when he's sitting there and you know he's talking. But his his ears are just going like this. Blah, 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 yeah. Well, blah, blah. you know, you know, like that was forty years ago. We've, right, we've, I understand. We have that, leaps and bounds in puppetry now. Puppets, you, you can you can tell when it's a puppet, though. Sure, so you have to use a certain amount of CGI. But anyway, to I'm make just, it come to life. So I'm to just speak. letting you know that those are one of the reasons why this movie did not get an 11 for me. Terrible, you're wrong. The, no, the special effects for that character should have gotten more attention than some of the other subtle. Subtle things that maybe make the movie just as good. I can agree, um, I can agree with that. So, you know, there's Well, that. like the, the spaceships. All of the battleships in this movie are fucking incredible. Everything. They look incredible. The, 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 the X-Wings and the fucking Millennium everything. Falcon. Like, you can tell where they put their attention. You know, you know like, that's my point. The, the, here, <laughs> here's the thing. The budget went into the water as an X-Wing flew over it and not into the girls' goggles and how real they looked. You know what I mean? I, I get that. But if if your character is going to have that much screen time, you might want to pay a little bit more attention to it. I I um I like the character, I really did, and the uh, parallels between that character and Yoda, and you know who's who's filling in whose shoes for the franchise moving forward. In other words, right. it's clear. Right. Um, there were even literal mentions of a passing of certain gear from one character to another, like passing the passing literal passing passing of the torch, like. You're this character. You're wearing this character's jacket now, or you're fighting with this character's saber now. You know, this is literally who you're taking the place of. Basically, telling the audience that that's what it is. I didn't have a problem with any of that. Um, so that's it. You gave it a nine. I gave it an eight and a half. Um, we're gonna be doing the. Is there anything else we need to talk about really before we start getting into spoilers? I don't think so. I think that's pretty much it. We kind of already went into a couple. A little bit. It happens. It happens. Yeah. It's really hard to talk about. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad we did it for this long without messing anything up so far. Yeah. But um, what we're gonna do is uh, well, you won't notice it, but um, after the spoiler countdown, uh, we'll be back to talk about said spoilers, and you're gonna hear some sort of uh, sound effect that I throw in. <laughs> that was not it. And then we'll be back to talk about uh, spoilers for Star Wars. So after this spoiler countdown, people that have watched the movie, that want to listen, feel free to do so. But just know that after this sound, uh, anybody who hasn't seen the movie, heavy spoilers after this. So, here we go. Alright, from here on out, spoilers abound. So, what's the first thing you want to talk about? I'm fucking... I'm gonna, I want to start from the beginning of the movie. Okay. And then start from the premise of the first, like, opening scene. We're not going to go frame by frame of this right. movie. I just want to start at the beginning and sort of... Then we can skip around after that, but... Uh, I guess we're gonna flash back to the well, set well, chills that you got. It's the first. When, it's uh, the first. The first rolling credits. So basically, like, basically, Luke Skywalker has vanished. Um, he did this after he started a Jedi Order. Um, 
there has there was something happened with that Jedi Order that we don't really know about yet, but it was bad and it made him leave. Um, don't we though? We are told they said something about it, but they didn't go into it. Uh, All we know, okay, we assume that Kylo Ren had something to do with it because obviously, uh, and Kylo Ren, by the way, is Han Solo's. We're son. just going to say that. Yeah, we're right just going to say that. Right Kylo Ren that. is Han Solo's son, Jace, which I called a long, long time ago. Uh, Here's okay. Back, so back obviously, up a little bit. Back he up has something bit. to do with it. Leia and Han, obviously. He said, no, 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 that is why, because Han Solo says, our son went to the dark side, sure. and Luke held himself responsible, so Right, they did say that. Right. So, that's what I was going to say. Basically, here's, here's another reason the movie got a point off for me. This entire movie happens because this spoiled brat is a, is a, is a fucking product of divorce, basically. They were never married, though. They banged and had and Kylo Ren. So, right. okay, so... And Han never wanted to stick around to be part of the Resistance. Princess Leia is now General Leia. She's been right. leading this 30-year search for kind of a covert, a covert op to find uh, Luke Skywalker, her brother. It's been more like 20 years because... Sure, she had to right. climb up in the ranks and get everything gathered and, you know, time has passed where she's... Uh, well, I assume after, after the, you know... After everything happened to Return of the Jedi, that there was a time where he started the Jedi Order, and you know, like ten Correct. years, obviously, you know, when the kid was a certain age, all this went down. So um, that means it goes back to what I was saying about this being like a New Hope, where it's mostly about family and being displaced and not feeling your proper place in the universe. Right. Um, another of those points was taken off when. Uh, we gotta get to it when we talk about John Boyega's character, but, um, this is the thing for me, I kind of chuckled at myself, I'm like, okay, so we basically have Kylo Ren, which, um, I don't know if you notice, is a, is a mashup of Skywalker and Solo, Kylo is the KY from Skywalker, and I guess O is from Solo. So Ky- Kylo comes from the joining of the two names together. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's, like, I don't know if I saw that somewhere or if I put that together in my head the other day. Uh, Darren doesn't know if he's just making this up right now. <laughs> no, but, I mean, if you if you think about it, Sky, I I mean, Sky, yeah. Skywalker Solo, the KY from Skywalker and the O from Solo would be Kylo, right? Right, but, the he was, from yeah, but he was yeah, but he was given that name though by them, wasn't he? No, he was no. His name is Jace Solo. That's his name. They say it in the movie. Jace, oh, our son Jace. He's given the name Kylo Ren by the Sith Order that he's fucking working for. By his lord, what 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 was the guy's name? Soren or uh, I forgot. What the fuck that's another thing. Is. That's a huge problem. That's another reason. This may, maybe I should have given it an eight because I, I had no idea where that with this huge lord, one alien protector. It's a hologram, first of all, so we don't know that the guy is actually that big. Right. So why have this big projection room? Like I, I was expecting the Remember Wizard of Oz. Remember how they project the Emperor's head really fucking big? They used to project his head really fucking big, and Vader would stand in front of it. It's the same shit. They're doing the same thing. The guys want to be projected really large, so they're the Lord. 
right? And your your apprentice yeah. stands in front. I had, of a, you. I had an issue with that. And then obvi- an and then and then obviously the the hologram is going to be better because the technology is more. Right. Advanced. I expected this Wizard of Oz scene where they were just going to pull back and it's just going to be this tiny little alien in a wheelchair. Like, well, here's can I say uh, I want to say this about the movie is that. I like, and I, I said this because I kind of realized, I had like an epiphany earlier, mm-hmm. I like what they're doing because Luke is now going to hunt down this guy, and I guarantee you that he was part of the Jedi Order, because remember that Luke was seeking out people that the Force was strong with them, and I guarantee you he ran across some bad fucking guys, right? So this guy is probably one of them, that's why he's been looking for Skywalker, he's, 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 he's been, Kylo Ren's been looking for Skywalker too, just like the rest of them. And that's BB-8 has the missing piece of the map to right. find Skywalker. So, um, you my know, question I, is: is uh, <clears throat> I guess going back to oh man, there's so much. Like uh, basically, he's bitter because his his Kylo Kylo Ren Jace is bitter because his parents split up from a divorce and he went to the dark side. Well, basically, his dad. His dad left. His dad, you know, Han left. Uh, we don't really know why. We don't really know um, if it was because his son did that. Um, again, we have to see what's going to happen. And I guarantee you, this guy, this big Sith Lord with the fucking big scar on his head, he's got something to do with ha- this kid going... So, like, he, he might have... I, I assume he was part of the Jedi Order... Mm-hmm. Gets this kid going over to the dark side. Luke feels responsible and leaves. And then something happens with his dad. Which, or... which if you haven't done the, the, the family math yet, that that makes Darth Vader Kylo Ren's grand, grandfather. Right, by Leia's side. By Leia's yes. side. He and strives, he says it, he he says strives to be... grandfather in the... Right. I'll finish what you started. And, yeah. he, he strives to be basically the new Darth Vader. He wants to be... But he's not. I know, he strives, I said. Right. He's striving to be, and he fears that he will never... His struggle is that he's hurt his, his mom and dad, but he feels a connection to his grandfather at the same time. Well, he's, no, he says it. He says it in the in the movie, one of the first... In fact, the first times that you see him talk, he's talking to mm-hmm. the burnt Vader mask or whatever, mm-hmm. he says, there's too much light in me, I can feel it pulling me. Right. And that, that makes him a bad... Sith Lord, right. the guy can even, the guy, the, the big, you know, the guy with the scar on his head, the hologram or whatever, he mm-hmm. can tell that this, this guy's going to betray them. Right. That he's not good enough. Right. To be dark. He's not, he doesn't have, he doesn't have <clears> it. <throat> which, I'm, which I'm hoping is, is, is maybe a plot, a future plot line where we do see the actual, who is the super bad guy. If, if right. Kylo Ren's not strong enough to be that bad, then who is, you know? Right. Um, but there you go. I mean, I thought that was kind of funny. I'm like, really? Like, they're going after this evil fucking character that basically was pissed off at mom and dad for splitting up right it's basically but anyway i mean that's i guess uh i guess that's that's the lesson of family even no matter how far in a galaxy far far away family is well still the i same. think i think what it, you know uh, you could obviously tell in the movie i didn't really have a problem with that because you could tell in the movie that um there was you could tell in the movie that there was a point there probably was a point where han could have helped him or saved him if he would have stuck around or tried to, have, you know, and, uh, and he didn't, you know, and obviously he, you know, he tried to say that he was sorry, but that didn't work too well. Yeah. So, um, which anyway, we before we say that, we need to we talk, talk about, about, the, about the main character who's my new bae, by the way. I've never, oh my God, I can't believe I just say that. Please don't say that on the show. Bae! Um, 
That's horrible. But no, I, I am in love with Daisy Ridley. Me too. I was just about and, to say uh, She's my new, like, Star But Wars can crush. I say this? Can I say this? And this is this is a big, like, like seven points for me, is how good she was and how actually Star Wars she was. I felt like she was way more Star Wars than Boyega. I felt like Boyega was over the top and campy and whatever. But um, she was really fucking good, man. And... Uh, I, I the fact that she's going to be the new Jedi is just that makes it even more awesome. Yeah, I know? like that a lot. There's um, again, uh, there's a, a family storyline that that foreshadows her her soon to be meteoric rise. Like she's going to come up in a huge way. She's going to be like you said, even bigger than Boyega's character. Well, here's the thing. Um, here's the thing is obviously you know big spoiler for the end. She's Luke's daughter, most likely. We don't know that for sure yet, but. We find out. I mean, I mean yeah, at the very much. beginning of the movie, who she is, right? And and we're like, well, she's going to be the next, you know, right? Like, it's but here's almost, the thing, right? So you have to be an idiot not to see that. So here's the thing, right? So we were just talking about how Kylo was weak, uh, you know, as far as on the dark side, and I think uh, he might just be a weak Jedi. Period. But I um, it, she, I think, what happened is, is that she comes from a Jedi that he found. Can I say why though? They they blame his emotions. He's too hung up on his emotions to right. to go to be strong for either side. But they blamed, uh, not blamed, but um, here here's where she, where da- uh, Daisy or Ray, where Ray came from, was um, most likely when he was when Luke was starting the Jedi Order. I guarantee you, he found another Jedi, right? And fell in love, and something happened there. But that's where Rey comes from, so she's probably a stronger Jedi because she comes from two Jedi's. Right. Or, yeah, makes sense, right? Sure. There's going to be a lot of this Jedi <laughs> Order stuff that we're going to see. I think we might like see it. some flashbacks and stuff. I like it. You know, um, and I was going to say that. You know, again, there's um, hearkening back to how J.J. Abrams. Pays homage, 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 homage to that sort of, um, you know, fuck episodes one, two, and three. This is more of a new hope than it is that. Right. With the family theme. Now, right. I don't mind that at all. I, I like it. That's that's what he could have done to one of like when J.J. Abrams does uh, like like I said. It's something. It's it's something like getting married. It's like you get something borrowed, something new, that whole thing, right? And something blue or whatever the fuck they say. But something borrowed is something new for JJ when he when he takes on a project like this. And I didn't see something new. I just saw something borrowed. That's why, <clears throat> for me, it got the score that it did. And I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that's new to me. Is that he didn't bring anything new to the table except the exceptional. Can we start? Can we start talking about the the writing itself? Yeah. Great. Yeah, the writing was really good. Exceptional. Like, it was great storytelling. Again, even overlooking the, the bad CG of a character, I still paid attention to what that character had to say because of good storytelling. It was like, for me, it was like maybe um, Chronicles of Narnia in the sense where they just have that sort of long, perfectly strong, strung out, like, storyline that flows. There aren't really any, like, wait, like head-scratching questions, except for, this is the problem I have with the writing, John Boyega's character. How is it that, and this is a, this is a, a straight-up real question, so if it sounds like I'm trying to make a joke or be funny, 
great, but that's not the intention here. So you have these. They even say it in the movie. You have these clones, right? They're 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 um, brainwashed from birth. Was the phrase that he used. Why is it then that John Boyega's character was so easily they weren't clones, drawn though. off the he path? He wasn't a clone. He was stolen. Remember? I don't remember. That's explain he, that. He told the whole story. He said that he was stolen from his parents and put into a program where they trained him to do nothing but kill. And when he got his first chance to do it, he couldn't do it. Remember, he said that was his first mission. I must have that fallen was his asleep. First mission, dude. I must have fallen you don't asleep. That I part? do not remember that. That was a big part. He it was, was a big his, part. That was his first mission that he had ever been on, and he decided when it came down to it that he was not going to kill okay, anybody. Okay, so fair enough. The, the right. half a point I just took off, maybe right. I should have given it an and eight. Remember, I'll give there it are back. no clones. Every stormtrooper now is different because they're stealing kids. They're fucking the first order. If it, it, the first order that. comes from a whole other backstory, fucking part. The first order is not a new Star Wars thing. Right? So it's the First Order... It's the first time I ever heard of it. Alright, so it's... Right. A lot of people, too. Sure. It's, it's, it, you gotta get deep into some books and comics to learn about it, but it's one of the coolest things that someone ever ra- wrote about, you know, Star Wars. Inside the Star Wars Right, universe. anyway, so, like, obviously the clones, 30 years later, the clone outbases and stuff, those things have been shut down, right? So, like, there, there are no clones Now anymore. there are just volunteers and drafts. Right, exactly. Okay, see, I well, didn't know or that. I didn't or know that. or they're fucking again. They're stealing orphans, or they're taking people, and you know, or right, and brainwashing them, or right, or just training them to be killers. I might give this movie an entirely different score after I go and watch it again see. without some asshole whispering in my ear every goddamn scene. Yeah. But um, and it wasn't that bad. But it was like almost every single time something important was happening on the screen, he would say something. And I would immediately pay attention to him, and instead of what was going on on the screen, and I would miss a line or a joke, and it would piss me off. Like, God damn it. So, anywho, um, that does fill in a huge gap for me, because I'm thinking, you know, why is it so easy for this kid to defect? Why, why isn't everybody doing this? If they're all fucking brainwashed from birth, why even bring that up then? Right. You know? If, if they're not the same as the clones... Uh, and he even said, he's like, I've never felt like I belong. You know, like I, you know, he he said I, you know, I always hated being a stormtrooper. In that sense of the movie, I I related a lot because I'm getting like I did think it was weird. Like he's now, British, but... he's British, right? Why didn't they let him just have his British? I accent? was gonna say that too. Why did he have a? Why did he have an American? I mean, I guess it, it depends where he comes from. I was right? gonna say that too, or who trained him. But like they let they let Daisy keep hers, right? If, it, if maybe it would have... You know what? I'm going to play my own devil's advocate here. I'm going to say... <sighs> there it goes again, my voice cracking. Or was that just a burp? I don't know. Anyway. If, let's say, for example, John Boyega kept his British accent, my critique would be, oh, everybody in space sounds British? True. So maybe J.J. is not British, though. <clears throat> and no. Leia, Leia lost her British accent. You notice how, how as the movies go, she loses her British accent? Was she British the whole time, In the though? first one, she was. Really? Yeah, in the first one, she was. No, I never noticed that. Um, yeah, she's got this Lord Vader. She's got this thing going on, and then she, like, loses it as the movie, like, progresses. And then she never had it again. I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's weird. And, and in this one, she did the same thing? 
Yeah, it was like Lucas told her to stop doing it. No, no, no. She was totally her, her right, normal voice right. in this one. <laughs> Lucas is like, all right, maybe you stop with maybe, the Maybe uh, don't do that anymore. Also, uh, get me a Coke Zero. <laughs> um, okay, so that, you know what? This is good. It's like Star Wars therapy right now because it's filling in these questions that I had about the movie that took points off. Right. And now that I'm talking about it, Still, you know what? And still they, deserve. And, and they explain that. So props to the writing for sure. explaining that. There we go. And we're talking about the writing. So right. I did that on purpose. Um, <laughs> yeah, we have a whole... We have a piece of paper right here. We've got our whole plan of the podcast. We do all of this on purpose. It's actually very impressive that we're having this much to talk about without having any notes or anything written down. Because I usually forget a lot of shit. Like, yeah. for obvious reasons. Um, okay, so... And that's just like the first... Okay, so yeah, that's that's one of the big questions I had is why with the accents, like why not just let him speak regular, uh, you know? And and I think it's because critics like me are gonna are gonna question it the other way too. Right. Why does everybody in space sound British? So maybe they just decided to put a buffer on it. And he doesn't do a bad American accent either. No. Sometimes you hear his R's a little bit, or it's still British, but yeah. I think that I like him a lot. I didn't ha- really have. That many issues with him as a character until you answered that question. That's the only issue I had with him. I was like, why the fuck does he defect so easily? That means there's defectors all over. Right. Right? This is just this one story well, of this particular defector. Well, obviously, there's the resistance. You don't right. think it's the first time they've taken in a stormtrooper, you know? So, but that makes it very interesting. Uh, you know, is mm-hmm. there, are there people on the inside? And- I would love to write an offshoot of a different character and maybe not so much of a major plot line involved with Skywalkers. Right. Well, that's what they're doing. Yeah, and, and, an offshoot yeah. of this. Um, so, okay, so then uh, Boyega basically defects, meets up with um, Ray, who is uh, Daisy, uh, Ridley. Daisy Ridley's character. She's the cutest thing. I'm... I have a total crush on her. She was on Fallon the other night, and I was like, I love this girl. When I found out she was British, too, or is she Irish, maybe? No, she's British. She is? Yeah. She's the cutest thing. Anyway. Um, I would still bang Princess Leia, though. Right? Hey! <laughs> Sorry, those cats. Um, no, you wouldn't... Uh... No, I would not. All right. 80s Princess Leia, yeah. It's the same. It's the same it's lady. It's not. It's not the same lady, dude. It's the same it's lady. Worse. It's not the same lady, dude. It is not the same lady at she look, all. She looks good. She does not look good. Bro. <laughs> you don't think she that? Does not for her look age, good. should no. I add for her age? No. Really? No. There are way better looking women at her age. Name one. My mother. Wait. Whoa! That you would bang? Oh no! Whoa! Why you never Whoa. said bang? You said name a better looking woman. <laughs> Whoa! Maybe anyway. we'll cut that part out. Anyway, better look, better looking. Her Jane age. Jane Seymour. Jane Seymour is older than Princess Leia. Are you sure? I'm positive. You can verify that right now. Jane Seymour. I would definitely bang her. She was, dude. Uh, Carrie Fisher was like 19 years old when she did the first movie. So do really? the math. Yeah. She's in her 60s, I think. Jane Seymour, uh, she is 64 years old. And how old is Carrie Fisher? Good for you, Jane Seymour. For real, dude. Wow. Jesus. Dr. Quinn medicine woman. <laughs> Somebody doctored her, Quinn. What? Uh, Carrie Fisher, 59. There you go. It's still banging, Carrie Fisher. Give me a call. Like, she's gonna... 
A, listen to this show, B, she's probably not desperate for any kind of Hispanic D at all. Nah, probably not. She's probably paying her pool she boy who's Hispanic. Yeah. yeah, she's got plenty of Hispanic. Her pool boy Hispanic, her barber. Her barber? Jesus Christ, man. Her, uh, her barber. Her barber? That's the, thing. That's the only thing I can think of. Her barber? Her barber? Her, uh, her log guy. Her fucking log guy. Her log guy. I don't think she has a log guy. Maybe now she does. No, her log guy. Oh. While I point to By my By the crotch. way, Darren pointed to his crotch when he did that. There's no one... No one got that. Because no one could see me doing what I'm doing. Okay. So. Now all I can think about is... Uh, to kind of sum up, John Boyega's character, Finn, uh, defects. Yes, Finn. Um, and when he defects, he gets... Uh, he what, is, what does he do? He hijacks a, a TIE fighter with a one of the X-Wing pilots. Mm-hmm. And says that that's he, where I was going. Thank you. Right, Poe. His name is Poe. Poe says that. Which I really liked him. I wish there was more of him in the movie. Yes, I did. Which you know what though? When they met each other and they were in the Tie Fighter and they were like, "Hi, my name's blah blah blah," yeah. and the guy's like, "My name's blah blah blah." I'm like, "Who the fuck decided to keep these takes? Like, what? What? Like, I hey, bro, nice to meet you." I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" It's how they're introducing the characters oh, to us. Dude, that it but did it not was, work. It was so cartoony. Yeah. Man. Really not, bad. It didn't work at all. I was like, and that's why I was saying, like, who, uh, JJ should not have accepted those takes. He must have fallen asleep, and I guess you know, and maybe he wasn't there that day. You know what, though? I think, but <laughs> <laughs> the boss signed off on these, right? Just put these in. Um, he wasn't there that day. I'm not sure what happened. I don't know, man. I some fucking 17 year old assistants doing the direction. That was the same scene where he's like, um, he's like, oh, he said something about. Uh, oh, I don't need it. He's like, oh, you know how to, um, you know how to boost one of those things. He's like, oh, you, what are you, what are you saying that? Because I'm, and he's gonna say what black, something like that. There was like black Joe. Oh, you remember yeah, that? Some... There was like, oh, you know how to, you know how to drive one of these things. He's like, no, you know how to break into one of these things. He's like, what is that? A black thing? Like, really? Are is there still no, black jokes going on in about, space? Like, I thought. See, I thought it was the other way around because he was accusing the guy of not knowing how to fly it. He was accusing Poe of not knowing how was, to fly it. Oh no! I thought it was the other way around. I don't, see again. Or he goes. Or he goes. Well, I know. Oh no! He goes. If you don't know how to fly, then you must know how to shoot. He goes. What is that? A black thing? Something like that. Like it was a joke like that. And I was like, really? There's still. But instead of a black thing, it was like, what is that? A is that a stormtrooper thing? And I was like, come on. There there is substituting N words now. He he wouldn't have said that because he lied to him about being a stormtrooper at first. Hmm. Anyway, there was one of those jokes where it was like, eh? Black joke, great. Funny, huh? Like, that's... I don't, anyway, that happened during that scene, and I was just right. like... It was like, I thought maybe it was playing down to kids a little too much. Um, some of those, like, black parts where he was trying to be, like, a Chicago inner city. Like, oh, I'm from the streets, man. Like, fucking playing rough, but he's really just, like, lying the whole time about who he is. The comedy that you were talking about before, I don't think it landed properly, I guess, is what you're saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. Well, it's not funny. I'm not going to laugh. But you laughed a lot. I did. There you were, said you liked the comedy. A, I mean, there were quite a few, you know, yeah, I laughed a few times. Yeah. So, after that, um, they basically find out that the key part to the whole thing is BB-8, uh, who's a lot bigger 
than I thought he would be. Right. Bisa he is, is uh, he's like a four foot tall. Yeah, he's a lot. Well, he's not four foot. I, I would sure. Say I mean, they have to kneel down to fucking. Yeah, he comes up to about nah, waist, nah, 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 nah. knee high. No, nah, yeah, look at the hell out of here, look again, dude. I'm telling you, he doesn't come up to the waist. Uh, you don't think so? Yeah, he's right above the knee. Yeah. Um, but he's still, he's like this big. It's like about this I big. mean, remember when they were putting him down in the hatch? He had to grab hold of him like this. He wasn't just like, you know. No, nah, they were holding him about like this. They weren't like this. It was like, they were holding him like that. Anyway. <laughs> we're all uh, doing, we're all using yeah, airspace. We're all using hand There's, you guys can't see us doing any of that. Um, anyway, BB-8, <laughs> BB-8 from the very beginning. So Poe, the pilot, gives BB-8 uh, the map. And, um, and basically. Now, uh, Poe gets that how. Poe gets um, these coordinates. How does he know? I don't know. Again, I'd have to watch that. I don't remember correctly. He was given to them by uh, by someone to to get to Leia, right? So right. So um, he he had to have gotten the coordinates from the source, from which someone. is Skywalker. Well, he was no, 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 Luke. not from the source. No, no, no. Remember, there was still another piece of the map that they had to find. So there was a there was a hidden piece of map. With, that had to be connected with the one that BB-8 had. And remember when they when they got BB-8, they still had to find that other piece of map. That's what the other part of the movie was about. Well, they already had that map. That yeah. was that was the map that R2-D2 had. Oh, right, because they still had that. That's right. Also, um, R2-D2 but yeah, R2, <laughs> yeah, but R2, wouldn't, he didn't wake up. He hadn't woken right. up yet. Right, until so, he met up with BB-8. Right. BB-8 was able to sort of, I guess as a proximity... Uh, thing with BB-8 and R2-D2 where they kind of felt like they knew each other from before because um, they go in, this is towards the end of the movie, they go into like a storage space and BB-8 rolls right up to him and he takes off the sheet, not not um, BB-8 but um, Poe, right. takes off the sheet and he's like he hasn't been, he's been in, he's been in uh, Basically, standby mode for thirty years right, since Luke, Luke left. Until Luke, and yeah, he won't he won't wake up for anybody but Luke. And then BB-8 was like sort of hanging around, and um, R2D2 just kind of woke up in BB-8's presence and uploaded his map to the ship. And then BB-8 rolls up and inserts his piece of the puzzle into what R2D2 had. Right. And that kind of brings us towards the end of the movie, where we find out that, um, well, we we speculate that. Uh, Ray and Luke Skywalker meet up. They finally fi- find him through her journey, which kind of I told you I leaned over. I'm like, this is the end of uh, Lord of the Rings. The first Lord of the Rings is where like they they find him. It's like, oh, we finally get to the good part, and we'll see you next year. You know, it's yeah. like ah oh, shit. But um, there are <laughs> there is a, a a huge gap that I kind of just you know skipped over, but. As far as like the the main plot points to the movie, that's basically the synopsis of it all. Um, the underlying, look, you, the other part of the movie that you were talking about was this whole uh, storyline with Kylo Ren and Han Solo. If you want to start talking about that, um, because we still haven't right. mentioned um, what happens to him, uh, and you know, Princess Leia. Darth Vader, Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, uh, Ray, and uh, what's what's John Boyega's character's name again? Finn. Finn. Basically, the, these are in one in, in one way, shape, or form. They're basically all related by blood, except for Finn's character. 
Darth Vader all the way down. So this is basically, like you said, the setup for it's going to, the second one's going to be super dark. It's going to push everything forward. Um, what did you, do you want to talk about the Han Solo part? You'd, sure. probably, you'd probably be able to explain it better than I can. Well, basically, um, they're, they're all, uh, basically Han is going to, uh, why did son. he come back? Can you explain to me why he came back? Who? I still don't know why Chewie and, okay, so that's a perfect place, because one of the big questions I had for the reveal was the Millennium Falcon. Right. Let's go back to when Han Solo was even introduced, when, um, Finn and Ray are, um, with BB-8, find, basically finding out what they have to do, where they have to go, right. they try to um, hijack a quad, okay? And he says, well, I'm, I'm figuring out how to shoot, so as long as we, have, we, have, we need to find a pilot. And she goes, we have one. He goes, you can fly? So she, we, we know she's got skills, too. Right. You know? They're running towards a quad, and it gets blown up by a TIE fighter. They have to figure out where else to go. They run to a savage yard, and they find the Millennium Falcon. No, no, no. She already, no, no. Right? No. No. She already had the Millennium Falcon. She she found it. She knew it was there. But they had to steal it back from the salvage yard. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, she just ran into but it. But it wasn't hers. Into it. Right. It was the homeboys. Right. She just knew it was there. She had sold it. She had found it and sold it to this guy. And then she stole it back right. from and him. Right. And she stole it to get out of there. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I wasn't wrong. They right. went to a salvage yard and... They okay. I didn't know she knew where it was. Right. That's my. That, I guess that's where my question was. How did she know it was there? She found it. She was. How did How did Han Solo end up losing it? How, and then how did she end up getting it? Is I guess is what I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, they they did they, they say, might say something about that. Yeah. I didn't know how she knew, and if she did know it was there, then why? Apparently did, he had he had hit it there. I guess. Why wasn't she just? Going straight for that in the junkyard instead of trying to steal the quad if she knew the Millennium Falcon was there the whole time. Uh, I'm not sure, because the quad was closer, I assume. Okay, so they steal back the Millennium Falcon and then find Chewie and Han Solo. Well, no, they get out of there. They get, they get out of there, and then uh, someone tries to get into the ship, um, and it ends up being Chewie and Han Solo. Uh, that get into the ship while they're in there. So that's it. And that's how they meet each other. Um, uh, and then basically, uh, at the end, of, towards the end of the movie, the climax, so to speak, uh, Ray is captured. They go to find Ray. Uh, when they're doing that, Han Solo splits off from everybody and goes to try to get his son, which is Kylo Ren. Uh, and in that scene, you know, there's a whole build up to that scene, and they talk for a while. and one of them cries and whatever. Uh, and then Han Solo dies. Uh, he gets killed with the lightsabers. Um, yep. Right through the gullet. Uh, I found that um, that scene pretty... Uh, it was a good scene. It was I liked a really it. Good scene. Um, they sort of... Can I say this? Sure. I didn't like that he took his helmet off. I felt like that was just eye candy for girls. And I didn't think that it was necessary. Um, because nothing. Although wrong, I guess they wanted to, face. they wanted to humanize him, right? Yeah, he's he's trying to be Vader without any reason to have exactly. a mask on. Exactly, right. it's a literal mask. Right. Um, 
the father-son moment was really kind of nice, but also a little bit naive to pitch to the audience that the power of love between a father and son can overcome the force. Like, no, it can't. You're dead. You're dying in this scene is what's happening. Right. Um, I read an article that uh, Harrison Ford didn't want to do this movie to begin with, and one of the only ways that he would come back and do this is if they killed him in this movie. So J.J. Abrams had to figure out a way to kill him, and that's why that existed. Interesting. It, it was the same. It was he, he's been one of the biggest backers of this movie. He saw it and said it was one of the most beautiful things he's ever seen. Yeah, but I don't know. Um, I guess it's just he's getting old and it's too much time. He doesn't have oh, the time. Dude, yeah, he's, he, dude, he wants to just sit down and call it. He's, yeah. he's got so much money. He's, yeah, he's it's, fucking, it's, I mean... I bet he probably wants to sit somewhere and just play golf. Small, you know, like, small roles here and there if you're going to do it, just keep busy, but you don't have to not anymore, even, you know? He's got so much fucking money. So, but yeah, I read an article somewhere, I think it was io9, which is a pretty reputable uh, resource for this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, it, it wasn't anything like, I don't want to fucking do this anymore. He's just like, I'm fucking, I can't do this anymore. I'm too right. old, you know? So, um, they might bring him back in like, you know, um, uh, flashbacks and stuff like that. But it's, it's that quintessential Star Wars scene where it's the bird's eye view of a tube and someone's falling down it, you know? It was right. it was Darth Vader's, it was, uh, not Darth Vader, it was uh, Darth Maul in the new ones, you know, that, that scene where he, he actually falls and gets cut in half, falling. Right. You know? Um, but it was that, there were many iconic scenes that were sort of repeated and recycled, but right. done, done well. Right. You know? Right. So, uh, after Han Solo dies, Chewie goes apeshit, and just starts blasting motherfuckers. And he actually gets a shot in on Kylo Ren. Yeah. He shoots him in the leg. And uh, where did his crossbow come from? That's new, He's right? always had the crossbow, but I assume that because of the aiming technology probably is a lot better <laughs> that... Uh, there really is no functionality. The crossbow always has been one of the more powerful uh, weapons in the Star Wars universe. I mean, if you remember in the old movies... That was that was one of the best blasters. He was able to take down probe droids and stuff with that blaster. I don't understand the functionality of the um, the bow part of a of a bow and arrow that just shoots lasers. It's, I assume it. I assume it's got something to do with aim and power. I mean, I don't. I don't know. You could probably, dude. I guarantee you, it's on the internet somewhere. Wow. There's probably full specs of his fucking. Yeah, gun and I shit. won't. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't doubt yeah, that. Yeah, don't even. Don't even. Don't even try to ask that question. <laughs> you know that. You know that some nerd is fucking. You're right. I, I won't even open that uh, can of worms. He's already explained that shit. Um, so what did we miss, man? Is that did we basically cover everything? Oh, I'm sure we missed some stuff, but uh, we'll remember. I mean, that, that's that's the basis of of everything. Uh, man, I will say that that uh, when uh, for some reason, like I thought, it, you know, I I thought I would be more excited about the lightsaber fights, and they were good and everything. But mm -hmm. man, I really loved the fucking battles, like the the, the with the ships and stuff. Like the TIE Fighters and the fucking... Yes. You know, oh, this is the biggest thing that I want to say. I was going to say. say there's one other thing that you have to say, too, is, um, before I forget, is the the parts where we thought things were going to happen and they didn't. Oh, yeah. We have to address that still, but go ahead. Um, the biggest One of the biggest things I want to say is how good the music was. And, yeah. Uh, and it was all different, too. It was, there, was no, there was no rehashed music. There was no dun, 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 dun. There was no... No, fucking, there wasn't. There was no... I mean, besides the main credits. Right. I mean, the and Star they did, Wars the, music they is did the, the When they were doing the screen changes, they did the... Yeah. You know, yeah. the little drizzles. 
But, like, that was it. Everything else was brand new fucking music, and it was really, really, really yeah, good. Yeah, it was like, good. It really, you know, it really made it feel like Star Wars, even though it wasn't the same music. Right. Know? So, that was really cool. Um, but, yeah, as far as, like, when things were happening, uh, the end lightsaber fight, um, Rey gets... She has Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, um, by the way. She picks it up along the way when they're searching for Oh, yeah, her. we didn't even talk about that. We didn't even talk about that. Um... But it's really, you know, maybe we leave some things for the people. Sure. Uh, you know. Well, let's get into it just a little bit. I mean, Finn gets um, Poe's jacket, right? Right. And he well, he, he thinks Poe's dead. Right. Because he, they crash he gets to keep the TIE it. fighter that they steal crashes. Um, that's kind of a sort of a hand Which, by the way, stealing a TIE fighter, that's really cool. I really like that. It was funny. How they did that. And the TIE fighters, the new look of the TIE fighters is dope. Like, yeah. they have a, like a... They're black. black uh, yeah. It's fucking dope. But it's like a... It's well, like there a, were black TIE fighters, but usually the black TIE fighters were the leader. It was the leader right. that had the black TIE fighter. But it wasn't, like that, TIE it wasn't like that gunmetal black that Vader had. It was right. more of a shiny, like, um, carbon fiber black right. that I liked. It really liked it. And it was, like, hints of red in it. It was pretty dope. Right. Um, but, yeah, and then, um, basically, uh, Leia gives Rey a chest that Luke Skywalker had left behind when he left, right? And his lightsaber was in it. He left his lightsaber behind. Leia does not give him that. Uh, she meets this. She meets that little weird creature or whatever. Remember? Oh yeah. And then she 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 tells that she can tell right away that Ray has the Force and says, "There's you know I want to give you something. right." So this this character that I'm saying is replacing Yoda's character. I don't I don't remember rightfully what the name is. Um, can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm looking on uh, IMDb, but I I don't... Is it Maz? Maz Kanata? Is that the little, yeah, the little creature? Yeah, so. that sounds right. Um, so Maz is, uh, basically meets Ray for the first time, like you said, and, and um, recognizes the Force, and I guess specifically who it's from, and um, goes to give her... A chest full of Luke Skywalker's stuff, basically his robe and his lightsaber. That lightsaber gets passed around quite a bit before it ends up back in Ray's hands, and ultimately back in Luke Skywalker's hands at the very end. She brings his light, lightsaber back to him, and that's when I believe the foreshadowing happens. Is when oh, this is my fucking daughter. This is. Now the next, right. you know, to be continued moment. And that's... You remember when I was walking down the street the other day when we went to Walgreens and I was walking back and I said, I said, you realize that that's Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. You, know, you remember when I, I, do I said remember, that shit? Yeah, I yeah. fucking called that shit. Yeah, I knew it was his fucking lightsaber. And I was like, I don't one. know how you know that, but I guess so. I, I don't know <laughs> how that makes sense, but yeah, it, it does make sense now. Um, it's the blue one because remember he lost it when he got his hand cut off. Oh my god, dude! If they go through that whole thing about how that where that lightsaber went and stuff, and like we found, because that's say, how did it get that's back? When in he her... lost it in Empire when he got his hand cut off, he lost it, and then in Jedi he had, he had reconstructed his own lightsaber that was green. Huh. So then, how does he got his hand cut off? He lost. Then his how shit. does Miles get it? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Uh, we just figured something out, or not. We made a question, actually. That's interesting. 
Also... Because the blue one was the one that Obi-Wan gave him. But we do see a nod to that, too. Which was originally Vader's. When we see Luke, he's got the fucking robotic hand, which is pretty dope. Yeah. Question is, why not Why not cover that motherfucker right now? Come on. You got prosthetics why? in the future. Makes you look awesome. <laughs> he's, look he's like, I'm badass. Uh, and I'm, he probably... He's been living on this fucking island for so long, he probably... Does, there's not a glove shop on the island. <laughs> I'm pissed off that it, it took two hours to reintroduce him. I'm not. I think that was great. Really? I thought it was great. It wasn't in the movie at all. Spoiler alert. They didn't show him until the very last minute of the movie. You don't even see his face at all. Until right before the credits. And he looks just like Obi-Wan, by the way. Yeah, he's mad old, dude. He... Actually, Obi-Wan looks better than he did at they his gave age. Him the beard and shit. I think it's awesome. He's fucking all ragged and shit. That's funny. Uh, so there you go. I think that's it, man. Um, oh, one more thing. When did you think... That's actually good that we talk about Luke's because um, you thought he was going to show up in the forest. Uh, yes. Again, yeah. They, uh, the, there was a lightsaber fight at the end between uh, Finn, Kylo Ren, and, and Rey. Rey. And then Rey... See, that's another thing I had a little bit of a problem with. I don't know if you heard me say, oh, that's bullcrap. But he fucking force pushes Ray against a tree and knocks her out right off the bat. And then that's when Finn starts fighting him. Why did he let him start fighting him? Why didn't he just go, wham, wham? You know, like, why didn't he just force push both of them? There are a lot of those little things that I've been noticing. Um, I think there's actually a name for it. It's a, it's a, it's a writing technique. It, like, I see it in um, superhero shows all the time. I'm like, why didn't he just use his power to fucking kill him right away? Why are you even going to give him the opportunity? It's like the Bond moment where, well, no, well, fuck that. I will intend the shit out of that pun. The Bond moment where, you know, it's like, oh, Mr. Bond, I'm about to kill you, and here's how I'm going to do it. Like, yeah. that's exactly And here's what, what I'm going to do after you're supposedly going to be dead. Right. Fully informing you on how to ruin my plans. Right. Right. So that's that. That's what that is. That's that. That's that writing Well, he also, he that. also, it seemed that this guy did not really want to, he obviously didn't want to kill Ray, right? Also, there could be that. Uh, well, no. Remember, he could have done it earlier. And remember when he was supposed to get the droid, his mission was well, to get the droid. Because she's technically family, isn't she? Well, no, he thought that he could have pulled it out of her head, but she didn't know. She didn't actually know what the map looked like. So that's why he couldn't get it out of her head. Right. And then that's when she figured out that she was stronger than he was and why. Right. He, he, he was like, he, he figured out, that's when she told him, this is why you'll never, you're too scared because you'll never, you'll be, never be as strong as Darth Vader. Yeah, Darth Vader, yeah. You, you, you won't. And so that was his sort of struggle and that's when we find out. I think that's when he finds out that she's family. Like, oh shit, she's a Skywalker. That's, right. I think that's what sort of draws him back and he starts crying because he's a weak, he, he's a weak ass fool. So anyway, oh, one of the things I also wanted to cover was the uh, uh, the storm. Which I'll go back to this, but the stormtrooper that had the fucking gun that extended. It seemed like they purposely designed those to guard themselves from lightsabers. Did it not? Yeah, they were like um, and they had energy beams yeah. on them, and they were and they could and they could guard against they could the resist, lightsaber. Yep, attacks. it was the same sort of energy from a lightsaber, but in a baton. Right. That they sort of protected their entire bodies with their arm. As the shield, I thought that was pretty cool too. Right. Um, that's the technology that I was talking about before. Is like we've seen, which makes them much more dangerous. It, it progresses They're, them. Yeah. Right. It, it makes them like you see the escalation and how it's uh, affected the way they dress, the way they fight, the way they, the way they use you know the technology moving forward. I think I right. thought it was awesome. Um, anyway, going back to the Luke Skywalker part, uh, they're fighting. 
Um, Ray actually, uh, I think Boyega gets knocked out or something, and then Ray actually, um, she wakes up and she starts fighting. Um, anyway, but before she starts fighting Kylo Ren, the lightsaber is kind of like the epic scene oh, from yeah. Empire Strikes Back where he's upside down and the lightsaber's moving out of the snow. And he and thinks it's about, he's doing it. And you're right. And, uh, and, and uh, well, in, in, in that one he is. Right. But in, it, this, in this one, he... In this one, in this one, she's doing it. She's getting the lightsaber, but I thought that it was going to be Luke that was right. going to show up and fucking kick this guy's ass right. or whatever, you know, and like, right. you know, although he would already have a lightsaber, so maybe he needed two. I don't know. If we saw Luke fight with two lightsabers. But Luke Skywalker, when we when we come up, when she walk up to him, he doesn't have one. He should have one. He doesn't. He should still have that green one. He got. He had. They said he dropped everything. He quit every way of the Jedi. He doesn't do it anymore. So like that's why that's yeah, why we was, don't know that he wouldn't have a lightsaber there somewhere. That's why it was a big thing when she held out the lightsaber and he grabbed it because that means he's picking up the torch again. He was he went to the island to get rid of everything to he get to get away with from sort of like when Yoda was yeah but if he's anything like Obi Wan he knew that he, she was coming sure no and that's why he took it just that's like why, Yoda he's, when he turned around he's like oh shit this is my daughter she's got my lightsaber it's time to knew, get back he knew in this she shit. was coming he probably put the whole thing in motion right well that's you my know? point. That's my point. That's what I'm saying. Like he, he when you when that reveal happens, that's why it's it's it weighs heavy. Is because he he moved to that island to get away from it all, to to just not be associated with any of it. And when the second that he turns around, he's like, "I know who you are, and I know why you're here. And now I'm getting my shit back, and let's go fucking fuck some shit up," you know. But uh, I think that's it. The only other time where I thought it was going to be. Um, someone else than it actually was, I thought Yoda was going to appear somewhere and he wasn't in this movie at all. Yoda's, Yoda's dead, bro. How could that be possible? How's he dead? He died in uh, Return of the Jedi. Well, yeah, but uh, you had other people come back like in um, flashbacks and shit. We didn't see... We didn't see any of him at all. people come back in flashbacks? What are you talking about? No, I mean, in, movie, in movies in general, people come back in flashbacks. We could have had... Or a hologram form, something... Something in R2-D2 is like... There's no need for that. I don't know. I don't think there's any. The character that replaced Yoda, I don't think is... You know... Going to be permanent to fill the shoes as Yoda. Like, that, that character will never be as big as Yoda, in other words. I don't think. Right. But, um... Yeah, I mean, you would obviously recommend other people watch this, right? Oh, of course. I would too. Go watch them in theaters. Um, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I would definitely recommend going and watching or at least reading a synopsis up to now. Otherwise, I don't know if this movie is really going to make sense to you because it is a continuation of it's a sequel. It's not. Yeah, I wouldn't. A reboot. I wouldn't go into this movie watching it without watching at least four, five, and six. Right. First. Absolutely. Yeah. Skip. Skip episodes one, two, and yeah, three. Yeah. Don't watch one, two, and three. They're useless. Um, Watch the no only if you like dialogue and backstory to to a fault, then yes. If you want to see where Vader came came from, just watch Revenge of the Sith. Sure, that's it. Yeah, and that's, that's it. Only... That's basically all you need. Yeah. Um, so three, four, five, six, and then this one, you you pretty you pretty much be good. You don't even really need to watch three though. <laughs> you could read about it. Like I said, read the synopsis. Um, if you're not a Star Wars fan, I wouldn't recommend going and seeing this. Um, but other than that. Uh, eight and a half for me and a nine from Aaron. Um, right now, what we're gonna do 
is real quickly uh, go into a TV section where I talk about reviews real quick and uh, video game section, maybe a little bit of music um, and what we've been watching and reviewing. So I'm going to pause it because i got to take a leak and then I'll come back. All right, so uh, you guys can't tell, but I just came back from taking a leak. So that was awesome. Um, these are TV shows... Uh, that I watched, that I've been watching. I've been catching up a lot on TV shows lately, actually. Um, I've been getting used to having downtime Actually, I can actually do something with, and all I do is watch TV lately. Um, you've been watching Mr. Robot? No. Uh, Mr. Robot, I've, it's been a while since I've been talking about Mr. Robot. Um, I still haven't seen the very last episode of it, but I highly recommend anybody who's into... Um, technology. It's not sci-fi at all. It's based in the real world, and it's just um, it follows a sort of um, anonymous hacker group style um, corporate corporate espionage and whatnot. I like it a lot. Uh, go check it out. It's got a um, bunch of people in it that you might recognize from smaller projects, like independent actors and stuff like that. Um, so go check that out. That is on um, USA. You can get, I think, all the episodes streaming on their website with um, like one of your provider logins or whatever they're doing nowadays. Um, we watch Undateable. Yeah. I like what they're doing for comedy. I like what they're doing for the live scene. Uh, Brent Morin and uh, Chris D'Elia both have Specials running on Netflix right now. Um, we've seen the Chris D'Elia one, not that good in my opinion, but the Brent Moore one I have yet to watch. I'll probably, I'll probably watch that one um, over Christmas weekend. Actually, uh, his is called "I Am Brent Morin. Not really um, that clever, but I will switch between Hulu and Netflix in a second because um, there's a bunch of stuff I'm watching on Netflix now that I've been catching up on a lot of my Hulu stuff. Um, Arrow, I'm still watching. Uh-huh. I don't know if you're you're not caught up on that, are you? I'm really right now. I'm really only watching comedies. Uh, I did take time out to watch Jessica Jones on Netflix, mm. um, but that's that's pretty much about it. I mean, I'm trying to concentrate, obviously, on uh, music and fantasy football right now. <laughs> right. So I only have a few more weeks left to play, you know, and try to win some big cash before the end of the season. So trying to uh, study up on that and. Uh, but yeah, um, okay, well, I might as well, um, the only thing I really have to say about uh, Arrow and um, Flash is that I'm still really digging the crossover episodes. Um, I, do, I did watch those. I did watch the crossover those episodes. Those are fucking really good. They're I like, really good. I like the way they do that, and they're starting to incorporate a lot of the Justice League stuff into that. I really hate it when DC um, introduces a storyline on the TV show side of things, and then uses a completely different cast to fulfill it in the movies. Um, I, I don't know why they do that, and it's really going to hurt them in the long run. They have because it's not really DC approving it; it's the WB. That's sure, approving. I mean they still have the licensing for it, and I get that, but DC is still sort of waving the hand that's controlling that. You know, well they can't and, stop it. They, I mean, they're allowed to do they're allowed to do storylines within the characters that they own, and that's. 
Um, we're seeing a lot of the um, injustice start to cross over into the Flash and uh, Arrow storyline. Well, more from more from the paradox, the, right? The right. character, the character, like the Black Hawk, Black Hawk girl, and the White Hawk, Hawk guy. Well, yeah, Hawks, but the Hawk yeah, guy. obviously the revert. those are those are different, but. Um, you know, I, I really like it. If anybody's into... Um, the only thing I really don't like about CW doing it is the relationship shit. There's way too much, like, drama back and forth between... Yeah, it's like, fucking Vampire Diaries. Yeah, basically. Um, but I look past that. Sometimes it's sometimes it's good relationship shit. Sometimes it's horrible relationship shit. It's just got, it's got to be too much. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they deal... Which they have been dealing more with the characters as far as the superhero characters now... And in recent um, seasons, they're starting to lean more away from that. They got the relationship stuff out of the way to sort of hook the younger, especially the female audience in. Um, and I, once they got their hooks in the, in the females, then they started with the superhero shit. So uh, that being said, you can catch that on, uh, on Hulu. Um, I know there's going to be a lot more stuff that I want to talk about on Hulu, but... My uh, Netflix page right now is what I'm basically getting back into. I've gotten into this um, animated TV show that's on Netflix right now. It has Bill Burr in it. Uh, It's produced by Vince Vaughn, I learned. And it also has Sam Rockwell and uh, Justin Long in it. I'm surprised that I remember that shit off the top of my head because I can't find where my Netflix... Oh, here it is. My Netflix page is right here. Um, it's an animated show. I believe it's loosely based on Bill Burr's, uh, family life in the 70s. And, um, it's great because it's Netflix. It's a Netflix original. And since they have really no restraints because they're on the internet, it's basically family guy with cursing. It's, it's fucking, but in the 70s, it's fucking hilarious. Like, it talks about, like, when color TVs first came out, and, like, how, and it's super sexist, it's super racist, because it takes place in the 70s, that's how, that's how they can get away with it. And it's really funny how they get away with, like, the racism and the sexism, but because it's a period cartoon, it only makes sense, because that's what, that's what was happening back in those times. And so they're really liberal with the writing, it's pretty funny. Um... What else have I been watching on Netflix? Uh, we started watching The Ridiculous Six, and it was so ridiculous, we shut it off. It was pretty bad. Um, I think I plan on watching the rest of it, maybe, if I get bored. But will probably it, sit down and do it at some point. It was nothing but, like, horrible, lowbrow, dick donkey and Donkey shit jokes. Yeah, donkey shit jokes. donkey like, shit. Literally, over and over again. Well, I saw it twice, and twice was already too much. And I was like, yeah, you're like, let's just... Yeah, I saw it three times. Let's shut this shit off. After yeah, the third... of 20 minutes, I right. saw it three times. After the third donkey shit, you yeah, just I shut it off. I could tell it was going to be a running joke. Oh, uh, I hope this not. donkey was going to continuously shit on people. <laughs> as, like, as like a weapon that they had or something. So, um, since we're in Netflix uh, originals, we can talk about Jessica Jones now, I guess, if you want to say anything uh, past that. I, I know nothing about this character going into watching the show. Um, well, that's, uh, that is the one kind of cool thing. They leave a lot of mystery in it, um, as far as who she is. Is she a superhuman, or what is she? She is. She's a metahuman, yeah. She is, um, she's got super strength, basically. Well, metahuman is a DC thing, And she can kind of, 
she can kind of uh, fly, but she hasn't really figured it out yet. Really? Okay. Because um, she says she she's like I can jump really high, but I you like she's like I, I I feel like I'm going to, but I never do, you know. Mm. And so I feel like she probably she probably will be able to. Um, really, what they're doing is they're setting up obviously Luke Cage, uh, which he is in the show. Um, is he? Yeah. Uh, oh, good. I didn't know that. You have a very large black man that's in the show. That's Luke Cage. I had no idea. Uh, I haven't seen any of the uh, any of the show at all. And then, of course, the the villain is Kilgrave, which is played by David Tennant, uh, which is really really good. That's right. I really like it. It's very it's very much a psychological thing because obviously Kilgrave can control your brain. For so, for listeners that uh, aren't familiar, um, oh, what was I going to say? The uh, the Luke, well, we did talk about it on a previous episode. I don't know if you were in it or not, but they're basically launching five characters. Um, they're actually not going to do that anymore. They're not going to do the they, final they, the Defenders or whatever. They're not doing that they're anymore? They're not doing that anymore. But they are going to do all the separate... They are still doing um, Iron Fist, correct? They're doing Iron Fist. They're going to do Luke Cage uh, and Daredevil. And then they, I, they're, they're still talking about it, I, I assume... Uh, they said they said that it's been scrapped right now. I don't think, but I think they'll bring it back if every, if all of them are successful. Oh, then what I was going to say is, um, listeners know that uh, I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of Doctor Who in the sense that I haven't seen any of the show except for the '70s right. ones. But David Tennant was uh, one of the doctors. Yeah, yeah, he's he's considered the doctor, people's favorite <laughs> yeah. doctor, and he was also on a show that I reviewed. Um, Last year... In fact, he was on two seasons. People liked him so much. Was he only on two seasons? Yeah. Only two seasons. There's a doctor every new season, dude, because he regenerates himself and he comes back as a new... Yeah, but the last couple haven't been that way. Um, no, because they when, when, when the public votes in the actors, there's only been two that have done that. Tenet and the new old guy. They voted him back in because they liked him so much. There was a... I have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure there was a doctor that was on for three seasons. And I can't, I can't remember. Like I said, I'm not, uh, not a big, not a big fan, and not, not in the sense that I don't like it. It's just I never got into it. I'm yeah. sure that if I saw an episode, I'd be a super fan, and that's why I haven't really jumped into it at all. It's going to take up too much of my time. Um, oh, I'm also watching uh, the Muppets, which I think is great. It's a really good, it's a really good show. I grew up with the Muppets, and they just recently rebooted it, and it's like The Office but with the Muppets. It's really good. I right. like it. Um, so go check that out. Um, I have yet to watch Wet Hot American Summer on Netflix. I heard that's great. The show? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's fucking hilarious. I heard that's good. Um, it's really Anthony wild. Jeselnik. It's really fucking wild. Anthony Jeselnik has a new um, special out too. It's called uh, Thoughts and Prayers. Go check that out. I love Anthony Jeselnik. I love his comedy. I haven't um, seen uh, his new his new stand up yet, but I'm going to. It's incredibly offensive. I love it. Oh, yeah, it's fine. I love it. Yeah, it's, it's him. I love him. He um, I actually saw him, uh, I think I saw him live with my friend Aaron Field. Shout out to Aaron Field from Tampa, hooking us up with our Bright House. Thank you for fixing all that shit for us when we need it. It's good to have low friends in high places sometimes. And then call them out on a podcast that no one listens to. Huh. Um, that, and I'd also like to say I've been watching uh, this new show... With Aziz Ansari, um, premiered last week or the week before. It's called 
Master of None. Master of None, thank you, because I was going to look it up. Uh, I tried watching it. I binge-watched it. I thought it was great um, in the sense, great not in hilarious, but great as in I really get, each episode has a theme, and it comes across perfectly, it's written well. Um, I'll be honest with you, not every episode made me laugh. I don't think that show is about being hilarious. I think it's about making a point and making that point subtly to where it's funny enough to get people thinking but laughing at the same time. It's done in his voice. It's done in his style. I've seen him live twice, and I think it's perfect uh, for what the the social commentary that he does is, is, is pretty good. Um, but he also does it with some... Uh, with some intelligent comedy, I think it's I think it's done. Go go have a go have a go have a watch. And uh, if you don't like it, it's not for you. Um, if you do like it, then uh, I was right about everything. I'm gonna go watch Narcos, but I haven't done so yet. Narcos, as heard, was really good. Um, people told me I like it because I'm Colombian. I find that offensive, but you know, whatever. Uh, I know I'm I'm missing a bunch of stuff that I've been watching, but I. This podcast has already gone on for quite some time. Is there anything else you want to... Speaking of music, is is there anything you need to plug right now? Uh, not really, no. Just keep an eye out on my... On my SoundCloud for some new stuff coming soon. That's it. Alright, your new, SoundCloud new free, is... New free tunes. SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash Aaron Bond Music. Right. And you can find him... Uh, you can find a bunch of... Free downloads, go check that out. Uh, they're also at, um, you can hit them up, uh, Twitter, at Aaron Bond Music, and Facebook.com slash Aaron Bond Music. Yep. Um, that's it for this episode of A Week Late Podcast. Uh, go to aweeklate.com, soundcloud.com slash aweeklate, facebook.com slash Podcast, Twitter is at a week late. Um, well, should we have a, we should probably do, you know what we should do is, and Merry Christmas everybody, but oh, you know yeah. what we should do is uh, maybe before Christmas or like like right, like maybe the day before Christmas, you could upload a, maybe the Die Hard podcast. Like maybe we could do that. Oh, are we still going to do that? Yeah, we should definitely do that. I didn't want to mention it because we haven't talked to Harris about doing I mean, we could do it. we could do it this coming week before everybody leaves. Okay. And then, well, I mean, I wasn't going to say anything, but... Um, because Christmas is on what Saturday? Yeah, but I leave on Tuesday. So or Wednesday morning on Wednesday. Okay. So unless we do it this weekend, I kind of didn't want to say anything, but you know what? I'll make the announcement anyway. There might be a Christmas bonus episode. Um, we have a friend of ours who is kind of on the young side. Oh, uh, he is on the. He's, he's young. Dude. He's the youngest in our in our he little is crew, the youngest right? In our crew, he's the baby. He's the baby in our crew, and well, he, Chassie's only twenty six. Well, then she's not the baby. He's the baby. The baby. She's the baby girl. Aw. It's sweet that you're talking about her like that. Uh, <laughs> I can't cut this out, so stop talking. Um, unedited, folks. Yeah, so he's he's a young he's a young cat, and uh, we found out the other day that he's never seen a shit ton of movies that we've all seen before. And so we're going to try to um, burst his uh, virgin bubble on these movies. And uh, convince him to do podcasts for somebody who's never seen fucking Die Hard before. Technically, since it's a Christmas movie, um, if we get him to do the podcast with us, we will be posting that. Um, oof. It's probably going to be after Christmas. 
Uh, I will probably post it around New Year's as a Christmas episode, but it will be a week late, so it fits perfectly. Gives me enough time to, uh, you know, get back and edit, edit everything and put it all back together. I don't think I can do that without having my PC here. So when I'm traveling, I can't, I can't produce anything. You can't run any audio programs on that computer. Uh, I can, but they'd all be web based. Yeah, it's a Chrome machine. So there's that. Uh, very uh, anticlimactic here towards the end. People are like stop listening like an hour ago. All right. Anywho, if that does happen. We're going to go back and review uh, Die Hard, um, the very first Die Hard, the ones with Hans Gruber in it, and uh, that'll... And the dad from Family Matters. <laughs> and the dad from Family Matters, yes. That's right, Carl. Anyway, um... Isn't his real name Carl Weathers? I don't think it is. It's not? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Should I look it up? Yeah, I don't care. Anyway, uh, that's it, folks. Uh, all those places I mentioned before, at a week late uh, on Twitter. I feel like I'm missing a plug. Um, that's it. That's all there is to it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And we are officially back. I, I thank you for supporting us this far. Um, please tell your friends and family to get the, the plays back up. To where they need to be. Since we've taken a break, people think that we aren't doing these anymore. But we had to just uh, pick up, pick up and move, as I said earlier, and that took a while. So, just automate your PC. Everyone, automate your PC to play it. Let it go, and then play it again. Yeah, just get and the plays up. Just you don't even have to have your you don't even have to have your speakers on. Just hit play. Just hit play. When you go out to dinner, go to work. Go to work and play. Come back. You know, just let it just let it run. Although our podcasts are so long, it would only we'd only get like five plays. <laughs> That's true. Hey, five is better than nothing. All right. Oh god. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Aaron, again for doing this, and uh, we will see you a week ago. Later. Peace. Bye. 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 B